All right, guys, I just wanted to start off today's episode in a little different way, give you guys a little special message or a little special thing I want to say. Today is actually my 20th episode, guys, of my podcast, ZTV Presents The Ratchet Hour. I started this podcast with just a hope and a dream and nothing. I just started with about, about last year, around August, I just started doing the podcast. I had nothing but a logo made by Ariel Gato, so shout out to Ariel. And I just pushed forward. I started doing my shows weekly and just putting out episodes. I always wanted to be on radio. And finding a radio job is not really that easy. It's really hard. A lot of people want to do it. So you have to start off on your own and try to figure out how to get there. So I started off by creating my own name, which is this podcast. And I, I didn't have nothing. I didn't have anything, no experience. So I just got in the studio. I got my good friend Ariel Gato to make my, my logo. And I started doing weekly podcasts talking about everything from hip-hop to pop culture. And my friends came along and they helped. So shout out to everybody that was a part of the the Ratchet Hour from the beginning to now. So I want to give a special thanks to everybody that sat here and co-hosted with me for the time when I was doing guest hosts. I want to thank Tiffany. Shout out to Tiffany J Artistry. I want to shout out Lissa. Shout out to Sophia. Um, I don't want to forget anybody. Shout out to Dawn who came by last week for my 19th episode. Shout out to Taylor. Um, shout out to Xavier for always making sure that we're good in the studio. I just want to thank everybody that was a part of my podcast from the beginning to now. And I just want to say to everybody that's out there that has a dream or wants to do something, just to push through, push forward. And if there's no space for you, create your own lane to make it space. So I want to say thank you to everybody that was a part of the Ratchet Hour from the very beginning to now. And I also want to say thank you to everybody that takes the time out of their week to listen to the podcast. And yeah, we're going to get into some things today. So shout out to you. I just wanted to say that we made it, motherfucker, to our 20th episode. So you know what time it is. We're going to get lit today. All right, y'all, we are now back in the building. You bum motherfuckers know who it is. You crusty motherfuckers know who it is. It is the king and the queen. We are back in the building. And this is another episode of ZTV Presents The Ratchet Hour. And as you can hear, my baby Taylor Cheeks is back in the building. I'm back, back, back in black. I'm back. Thanks for waiting for me. So basically, we're going to get into a lot of things today. For those of you who don't know, today is our 20th episode. Bop, bop, bop. Bing, 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 bing. And we're going to get into a lot of things today because a lot of things have been happening. We have a whole show for you guys today, and we have a whole nother show already planned for next week with a lot of stuff to talk about. And we're just going to get straight into it. If you guys never listen to the show, what we like to do here is we like to um do a weekend review for each other to see what's going on in each other's lives. So, Mamita, you could go first. How was your weekend? Well, my weekend turned into a week because, as you guys know, you probably heard I wasn't here last week. So sad. 
But I uh, took some time off to go visit my sister in Texas. Shout out to my sister Tatiana. I love you so much. She listens to the show. Um, went to see my nieces out there. My nieces were competing in a tumbling and acrobat competition. And I was the proud, ghetto, embarrassing auntie. I was there making sure they knew who's from Brooklyn. You're hurt. And after just spending time with family, I haven't seen my sister in like a year and a half. I miss her and I love this so much. I was like, you know what? Let me catch a flight one time and go see my babies. Aww. So my weekend was... <clears throat> we, was in tech, we was in Houston, Texas. So, so I was an H-Town hottie. Oh, you was a um a H town hottie like Meg. Yeah, I was Megan. So this weekend, I didn't really do a lot because I had an ear infection. It was my first ever one, and this weekend just taught me how important that your ear is, okay? Cause I felt like somebody was stomping me out in the streets. My ear was hurting. It felt like a headache in my ear. It felt like somebody was stabbing my ear. Then the worst part is when you healing and your ear is itchy and you can't scratch it because you. Up. Yes, you can hear that, but you can't scratch it. <laughs> Because you're going to get it more, like, infected. Yeah. But after, I'm now feeling better. So that was from last week's show to now, to um, a couple of days ago, I had an ear infection. But I'm now feel, feeling better. And this week, I went to go see Harley Quinn's um, Emancipation, The Birds of Prey. And it's Can a I... really good movie. What? It's a good movie. What? It's a good movie. What? It breaks the fourth wall. It's a good movie. It's the female Deadpool. I hated it. I hated it. I, I, I don't know why. I fucking hated it. Maybe because I'm a big Marvel fan. It didn't stick to the comic books. And I hate, hate when they don't do it. Because Canary's story, which is just a small sister, has a whole other storyline that, that they didn't even mention. No, but it's it's, it's different. I, mean, I get what you're trying to say, but the Canary character is already and, and complicated. Hunt, and it's, Huntress, she like it's so much. It was so much they missed. I'm no, like, it's not. It's different writers of. I'm, I'm really a comic book fan. It's different writers of who wrote Canary. It's two. If you didn't know, it's two black Canaries, right? Yes. But it's four different stories, and it's so out of incongruity that they could pick any story. She was a singer in one of the stories and then in another story she was a police officer who turned into a crime fighter and in another story she was a lawyer yeah it's too much stuff so i guess they picked the singer story because black canary's characters are already similar to renee montoya they both cops yeah then the helena story that's the real a lot of people don't know that that's the real hunter story that they pers- that they put out in the movie yes. but a lot of people are used to the hunters from um earth 2 which is um batman's daughter yes um, Bruce Wayne dies and she becomes Huntress. But it was a real, it wasn't I my bet. favorite um, Canary backstory. Yeah, because like, they, they mentioned her mom, but then it showed that her mother was um, was working Black with Black Siren. Texas. Yeah, like she was fucking shit up with Batman. I'm like, tell her why she got killed in the alleyway. Like, and it shows why she's Canary, why she's doing what she's doing, and how she, like, like it, it just was so many gaps. Like, I felt like. Really liked it. I thought I wasn't gonna like it because I'm sick of this forced feminism movement that they're trying to do in and media. Harley Quinn's shoes kept changing too much. I was watching it. You see them from heels to, to, to flats, to yeah. flats, to wedges, to flats, to heels again. I like the movie. I, I love the little Chinese girl. That little Chinese bitch got me tight. She yo. wasn't Chinese in the um in the comics, but I live for her because that was a, she was funny. She was stealing. But other than that, it was a very good soundtrack of the movie. Yes. It was a. It, I'm glad that they. I feel like now in 2020 they're bringing back the art of the soundtrack. Yes. So that was just it for my weekend. So we're gonna get into the show. We're gonna get into some things. Our first segment of the of the show is "Love Is in the Air." As you know, Valentine's Day just passed. So we have been seeing a lot of couples. So last Valentine's Day, I was sick. I couldn't go nowhere. No, I don't. You is so corny. That would have been you. I 
outfit. I know you would have dressed up in a nice outfit. But yeah, so basically, Valentine's Day just passed, and last week there was a lot going on. So people thought that Maya had went to an island to get married or whatever. But it turns out that she married herself for her new video because Maya just released two new singles. That, that are actually are, good. Really? That's you know what's crazy? Cool. A lot of what black people do in um, urban communities, we throw away our artists because of like ageism or stuff like that. But they're not signing major deals anymore because you know she's independent. Yeah, but I still feel like Maya still could dance. And she still got bobs. She still hit. could sing. She still look young. Like, I feel like Maya never got her just due. I feel like she has, but I feel like once you're not signed to major labels anymore and you age out, they're kind of just like, oh, okay, you, you're washed up. Maya still tours. But even with her last album and her major deal, they didn't really handle her right. Yeah, deal, I feel like labels don't handle her right, and she's doing herself a good do justice independently because Maya still tours. Mm -hmm. She still be, you see her all through Carnival in her outfits. Like, she, the the bag is secured in Maya's. She just did that reality show with Little Kim as well. Yeah, the um, girl's trip. Yeah, girl's trip. The bag is secure. Maya's not washed up. Her and Cisco are not washed up. No, Cisco. She, her, the whole world told her, Cisco, um, it's all about me. Yeah, but I don't. Well, Cisco not washed up because I seen him perform like and two summers ago, and he still got it. Like certain, especially I feel like our late '90s, early 2000s artists, they still got the juice. Like yeah, but it's like this industry is so worried about age and new. What's new, 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 new? Mm -hmm. That they don't care about talent level because Maya really performs. Like she sings, tap, and she tap dances. She's she's a versatile artist, and I feel like we got to show more appreciation to Maya because. I don't understand why people not feeling her because our new music is way better than the old music. Mm -hmm. It's just not getting as much promotional hype as it was getting. And yeah, in other news, we have Tokyo Tony has found love ASAP. She has got married to her ex-husband again on live while China watched it. I don't know. I just feel like it's so ghetto. Why are you mad getting married on live? You get married on live with some ashy-ass fucking black and mild lips she always got. Then you're in the courthouse at that with her Davis bridal dress and your daughter's watching on Instagram live with two other people we don't even know who the fuck they was sitting there watching. Yeah, it was looking to real ghetto. To a man ghetto. that made you leave your kid in the crib. Where they do that at? It was real ghetto. Um, For those of you who don't know, China always spoke about how she felt like her mother has chosen men over her and he was one of the men that... um. China was speaking about and she told stories about how like she used to get left in the crib while her mother would go on dates and put men before her so that's part of the reason why China is so damaged but I just think the whole situation is too much China should have been a better dress she should have got that clearance right Davis Bridal I don't dress. think China knew about the wedding that was a clearance Davis Bridal dress I feel like what it is is that I don't know if this is for real or for fake cause you know she got that show on that ghetto network Zeus I love Zeus Zeus is too ghetto and I'm not paying them no money you know that Zeus, people was paying for Zeus prescription, um, subscription, and not getting the channel. Like, they was taking people money. Then I just you call the bank, like, that wasn't me, that's fraud, that's not me. The, the, yeah, that's real ghetto. That's not me, that's fraud. And anyway, moving on in love news, Amanda Bynes has gotten herself together and has gotten engaged to her fiancé that she met and while she was in the rehab. I mean, yeah, like, they found love in a a very much hopeless place. Very hopeless. But it's good because um Bring in the lobsters. Her face looks different. You know how they look. She look when healthy. When you do drugs, you look skeletal, she like don't dead. Look skeletal. She, she look, look alive, thick. Plump. She look yes. healthy. She look like she had a burger. Yeah. <laughs> a burger. I like how when her and Demi are doing better and they on sobriety, they get thick and they look alive. They like look healthy. I'd rather you look healthy and thick than look like a skeleton. Skeletal. 
Yeah, that's crazy. Scalaria. Not Scalaria. <laughs> that you it's so annoying. <laughs> but in other love news, as we've seen on the gram, Sweetie and Quavo have been everywhere looking so cute together. And they were shooting a new video and she was on top of a cage twerking. And he was so concerned, like he kept looking back at her. And I thought that was so cute. I wanna throw up. You don't like Sweetie and Quavo? I mean, they were they work, but they just be like, you know those people just be like, get a fucking room. Okay, we get it, you're in love. They are that people for me. I love Sweetie and Quavo. It's so young and fresh. Like both their music careers is okay, like very mediocre, but I feel like them together is just so cute. He just like like nigga. Nigga. And he know, I feel like you know what's cute about them? He know that he not the cutest thing. And she's <laughs> a baddie. So, so he, he always. Yes. He got a hold on tight. Hold and on. I feel like he always just looking at her like, uh-uh, baby, don't leave me. Like, baby, I love, love you. Girl, don't leave me, please. I love that about them. I feel like he really know that he got lucky. Like. Yeah, but then it's like, it's just overkill. Like, all right, Cardi and Quavo, I mean, Cardi and Offset be like that too. But like, they at least know when to chill. Like, you Ooh. never see without, you never see Sweetie without Quavo. You can see Cardi without Offset. You never. You can see Offset without Cardi because you know he cheating. Mm. We ain't got time to cheat when we always together like Velcro. But you know Offset, he be cheating on Cardi and whatever and all of that and stuff. Leave my brother-in-law alone. Leave my brother-in-law alone. I'm a Cardi stater. Right? You Cardi know Offset love the bottle girl. You know. Cardi goes to the club and get the blood to jump the bottle girl. I cannot deal with you. That's that that means you ain't hear this from me, cause you know I'm not one to gossip. But uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. you know Offset be cheating. Okay. And Cardi be threatening and Mr. to Petty kill be people. Jeans. That's right, Mr. Petty can't dress, but he love his wife. And we not about to clown nobody for loving their wife. We not about to drag of nobody for loving their wife. You love a jeans. You. Well, niggas in Buka jeans must be loyal. We cannot be... We not about to drag nobody for loving their wife and holding the he, door for their wife. Because I seen a video that Offset... That nigga wearing New York Company jeans. I seen Offset go through a door and not hold it for that... You know what? We not going to go there. Mm-hmm. I also want to give a shout out to Jacob Lattimore and Soraya from Empire. I didn't see that coming. No, they been together for a while, though. I know, but like, I didn't think... Um, I'm the only one. I'm the only one. Who's one is that? That's Jacob Lattimore. Like, I don't really follow his music. He's My, on the side. That's how I know. I, I know from Disney Channel. Oh, yeah. He was a Disney I'm, kid. And I'm like, I see Miss Good, but don't touch, don't touch. I love her. Don't touch, don't touch. You know what's crazy about her? I really love Soraya, and I love them together. Like, they really look like they really They look belong together. I just didn't think, like, how did fucking Disney Channel and then Empire come hand in hand? But what I like about her is that I feel like, um... She's genuine, and I feel like, I feel like she, uh, musically, she should be like her character from Empire, because yes. Tiana is lit. Like, Sir. the music is lit, and she's really not like that in real life. She want to sing slow songs and stuff like that. We don't want that. We want you to LBDT yeah, I all want around. You, I want you to be Miss Drip, Drop, Drip, 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 Drop. I want you to be like, I want to do Starlight. I want to hear, I want you to do the whole. Why you lick. know all her songs like this? Like, Because I, I downloaded Empire. It's only soundtrack. Look But Don't Touch That. We be feeling. It's enough. She got, all right, all her songs is lit. But I don't know the names of them. I hear when they come on like, that's uh, Tiana. Uh, nah, I got, this, I got the Empire soundtrack downloaded on my phone. Another couple <laughs> I want to shout out also is Ryan Destiny and Keith Powers. They are so cute together. Keith Powers, low-key. But I love them together. Like, she really loves... Like, they've been together for a little while now. Yeah. And 
they I just feel like a lot of people don't show like a lot of the young black couples that's together because they feel like it's corny because they're young. Mm-hmm. But I I could appreciate like a young cute couple that's working together to um accomplish their dreams. Yeah, because Oki Ryan does do hella good on um Grownish. I don't I I never watched Grownish, but I'm gonna watch it for her because she was, oh, was my good. girl on Star. I loved her. It's like on it's Star. like it's like it's like a different world for for like the youngest, but it's really really good. Like, Grownish. Grownish is like it reminds me of a different world. It literally does because they when I say they hit shit, you be like, uh, Jordan Woods was on there too. I don't care for her like that. They hit top like topics. You like, ooh, they went there. Did they really just? I say don't this? care for Jordan Woods, but you know why I like Jordan Woods because I'm not gonna let the white people destroy. We her. will not. You will not destroy. But her. other than that, I don't really care for her. Yeah, but check out Grownish. It's a really good show. Like, um, it's only thirty minutes, twenty two without the commercials, and it's it reminds me of a different world. Like it hits hard hitting topics. Like this season. They got somebody came back to campus pregnant, and it were, they were not black. It was a white girl. The white girl on the campus was pregnant. Chloe and Hallie are on there too. You know, it's Beyonce's proteges, and they be up there. Like it's good. All right, so we're gonna move on from this, and we are gonna move on to our next section, um, segment of the show, which is called Reality Bites. We'll be digging into a lot of the reality shows that we watch, and we talk about everything that's going on. So I want to start off this topic, this segment of the show, talking about. Growing up hip-hop LA because it's been going crazy over there. So first we have Damon Dash and Boogie Dash clash over how Damon has been treating his kid how Dame has been treating his kids. Allegedly he was going through a case with his um baby mother for his youngest daughter. Mm-hmm. And his older daughter, Ava, had stuck up for the baby mother saying that her dad is like this, X, Y, and Z. And he didn't like it. So Boogie called together a meeting and he didn't really want to hear what the kids had to say. He wound up trying to like stop Boogie, and he was putting Boogie down about his career, um, his career and stuff. So basically, Boogie wound up calling him a liar. Dame got mad and kicked Boogie out of the studio. But we know Dame Dash is known for this. He do his brothers and his mother this way. He's very toxic, and I yeah. don't feel like he's a person to do business with because now he's suing Rachel Roy over a clothing line they had together. You know that was ex Beyonce. Yeah. And I feel like he's really a toxic person in this show. Like even the way he was talking to Pepper. Like mm. in the can episode. I talk? Can I talk? Yeah, can I talk? he was. <laughs> I was down. He was destroying her. Like I didn't like that because Pepper seems so opposite from like so positivity. Yeah, yeah. Wait, she can't say, can I talk? Can't talk. <laughs> and then she tried to bring up a problem that they had last time they seen each other. And he was just like, I know we were still on that. Like you cannot control everything. He seems like a control freak. He is. But um, I watched him in um, not marriage couples. Well, you know that the spinoff had the family edition. Yeah. He was in it with his mom and his brothers. Uh, they are all collectively that way. You can you can kind of see where it stems from. Yeah. Him having to trying to like make a better. But you know when you on the grind so much trying to make your life better, or make your family's dynamic better, you kind of kill yourself and hurt yourself, and make yourself so hard and hardened. And just on top of life, on top of you, it has hard. Life has hardened Dame Dash. You even tell he's so toxic. Yeah, life has hardened Dame Dash. And he needs to talk to a therapist, like, ASAP. ASAP. All right. And then also in the same show, we have Angela and Bow Wow have been flirting with each other, throwing around the ideas of getting back together, marriage, uh, kids. And I just feel so bad for Romeo because... Me too. Angela is over him now, and I feel like she really likes Bow Wow. Always love the niggas who don't want you. Like it's always no, he wants her. But like the rough one, like the one you that you know, like for, especially for women, I can say like she always, wants the bad boy. Mm-hmm, and you want the little bad boy. But like, girl, I just want you to. to I don't want her with Romeo either though, because Romeo seems like from this season it seems like he if he doesn't like the way that like something is going, instead of telling her, he just gets judgmental. And I don't like how he brought up 
the whole situation of he don't like what she posts to her sister. And her cheat and the Cheeto stuff. Yeah, like that's her sister. Her sister is gonna tell her regardless. So I feel like he used the fact that they were sisters to his advantage and I didn't like that. Yeah. He seems very like, oh, um, we need to present a certain way, look a certain way, do something a certain way. And Angela Simmons showing out he was cheating between her legs. What the fuck is you talking about? So then after that, also, Bow Wow had through JoJo's party, JoJo Simmons party. Yes, I saw that. And this is why she this girl don't want another baby. You know what's crazy? So Bow Wow, I feel like they put Bow Wow on the LA one because in Atlanta, Bow Wow is the center star. Mm. But I feel like the other supporting cast members are failing to bring storyline. So they're like, we might as well just put Bow Wow in LA, LA the one that's doing good. good. And make it more messy and just drop Atlanta. Yeah, because Atlanta was doing bad. Even when they tried to bring Masika, Johnny Blaze on yeah. there, it was doing bad. Johnny Blaze don't want to do. Re- you can tell Johnny Blaze don't want to do reality TV no more. Like she, she don't want to be angry no more. But I like angry John. I like yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. I love that Johnny Blaze. She snatched that girl by back of her head and said she yes, did. ma'am. But it was crazy. So I love crazy Johnny Blaze. Shout out to crazy Johnny Blaze. Come back, girl. Moving on, we have in Love and Hip Hop Miami. The episode finally addresses Trick Daddy Dollars legal problems and alleged drug abuse. Legend, he says it himself. He said it multiple times that he do cocaine. Cause but he don't want to say it on the show. Like he was like, I'm not answering no questions about it. Joy was trying to help and support him, and he didn't want to talk. He was showing real signs of an addict. Yeah, because you know we um we all know that Trick Daddy has lupus. Um, that's and he's not treating it for ten years. He said because he ain't taking no drugs. He gonna treat it how he want to treat. It. That's why his face looks the way it is and distorted. Um, and he's treating it with the, the he's treating it with cocaine. And that's why he looks the way he do. That's why he's losing his hair. Because that's it. lupus literally takes out the body and will morph you into looking like somebody different quickly. Lupus is like... The Tony Braxton disease. Yes. But see, for Tony, she just gets, like, skin and hair problems. And she has a hole in her heart. And a hole in her heart. Because um, it literally is breaking down the body. But, like, it will distort the face. It will distort nose, eyes. It will give you, like, droopy eyes. You will look like fucking hunchback in Notre Dame. Lupus will fuck you up. Yeah, but he needs to take care of that and I don't I don't like how he was just brushing it off like it's nothing. Because I don't think he takes it seriously and I feel like that's something that's toxic within the black community that when we get ill, we think, okay, we can just keep doing what we're doing. Like, how many times have you heard uh, soul food? No, I love not, the doctor. They, they ain't gonna take my leg. Well, you gotta stop making them cornbreads and those um, damn fat bag collard greens. Eat, be vegetarian. We, we be like, nah, we're not doing that because nothing's gonna stop me from living my life. But like, Health is something serious. Like, your heart, these diseases will take you the fuck up out of here. Like, there's nothing to play with. I love my food. I'm not, well, I don't know. But we're going to move on from that. So, Amada La Negra reconnected with her estranged father that was in and out of her life. He was only in her life for two years of her life. And he was not, not, that's not even consecutively. He was in her life and leaving and stuff like that. She reconnected with him. And it was such a tearjerker moment. Like, it almost brought a tear out of my eye. And it was just a sweet moment to see her reconnect with her father. And her mother just was not having it. She was Sound like, right. yeah, her mother was basically like, no, I was there for you the whole time, not him. Mm-hmm. And she feels like the father is coming in her life for money. For and money like and clout. And, and I hate to say it, this is not PC, but that's typical Dominican dads. When they don't want to be with you no more and they moving on, they coming to you dando su nido and they coming out. And they like, oh, I'm leaving my wife in DR with the kids. And they come in here living, living the life of yellow brick rose and gold and shit. And then when they get old in age and all these things are happening, they want to relive and rehash. And oh my God, you know, life, your mother, this and that. I couldn't, it, and, and shoulda, coulda, fucking woulda's. They do that. It's, it's a cycle that so many people you talk to, it's like every time when their kids that they abandon get on, they want to come back. Oh, when they get sick in life, they want to say, I'm sorry, and fix the past and move on. 
and this can't be like that. But what I liked about the moment is that you got to see like Amada's heart. Like she has a good heart and she was really forgiving about it. And I just feel like she she, has to. Like, she really wants that connection with her dad. Like if you don't have something in your life for so long, you're gonna want that connection regardless of what it is. And I feel like that's what it was with her. I feel like and her she, mother's warning her like, yo, you coming here because you vulnerable. I know him. But I feel like she don't care about that. Like it's, it's still she want that connection. I feel like she's she. She even if it does happen, she's still gonna be like, all right, I tried, I had that connection, cause she's yearning for that connection. Mm-hmm. Like even in her, she spoke about in her relationships, like she stuck, she stuck with guys that wasn't that good because she wanted that connection from her father. Issues. And I feel like the man that she with now is why she's with him because he she wants to be a father and he's so supportive, like a father and stuff like that. But I don't feel like he's like the man that she with is good for her because really? I feel like he's ruining her career. Like you're looking out for her, but you're ruining her career as well because. Julian never did nothing to her yet. He never did nothing to sipping Amada. It, sip, sipping in the bed is doing something. Because if that was my man, my man would have just... We, we, we wouldn't even be talking. But it's like... My nigga would have duffed her in her He's face. trying to make decisions for Amada. He's trying to control what Amada's narrative is. Like, that's not a good relationship. At the end of the day, that's controlling. Like, if she tell you don't speak about a situation and you go on TV and you speak about a situation... That is not, not good. That's not loyalty. I mean, that's not loyalty, but th- th- what what he went on and spoke to Julian about, I definitely feel like that should have been addressed because that's disrespectful. That disres- didn't have to be addressed on cameras. That's mm-hmm. messing up her look and her brand. At the end of the day, when you that big, you are becoming a branded artist. Stuff like that, even though it's little, people going to look like, nah, oh, that I- wasn't little. That was big. But I feel like it didn't really mess her up. I think it messed Julian up because now we know. No, how- it did mess her up because at the end of the day, you in a, you in a place where... People, secrets are a big thing. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you could have handled that at your kitchen table, not on national TV. So now people are looking at her like, if something happened, her man and her man, man. There, her man gonna bring it up, and then she gonna sit okay. there like dummy the dodo. Yeah, yeah. I feel what you're saying. Like, okay, I get it. And when you work in that industry, music industry, a lot of stuff is about secrets. Like, even when you go out to a club and they have clubs, they don't really want, like, phones out and stuff in their section. But yeah, I just feel like that's just bad. And I'm just happy. Like, the relationship part of it, I feel like Amada needs to smarten up. But the dad part, I kind of see where she's coming from and her mother is coming from. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to want that relationship as the child. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on to a positive moment in Love & Hip Hop Miami. JoJo and Shay turned a new page and put their past behind them, both apologizing for what they've done to each other. Mm. Like, do you feel like it's genuine or do you feel like it's going to no. last? No, it ain't going to last because a shady bitch is always a shady bitch. And I know it. And I'm telling you. So which one you feel like is wrong? Who the shady bitch? Jojo. I like Jojo, though. I like Shay, too. Shay, I like a Shay. like, you an angry bird-ass bitch. Like, what the fuck kind of fake shit is that? I agree with Shay all the, 100%, 150% why she's upset, why she feels the way she does, and calling Jojo on her shit. Because if you can do that to me, like we saw, she right, turned around and did it to Amara. What's a shady bitch is always a shady bitch. Mm-mm, I don't trust no face. Trust I like no JoJo. I, Tread lightly, Shay. Tread lightly. I like JoJo, but what I feel about Shay is Shay is another one that's a little too controlling, like her brother. Because you cannot tell a grown-ass woman who you met the, around the same time she met JoJo, you can't tell her how to live her life, who to be friends with, stuff like that. She's like, sister. No, you cannot tell her. Yes, You're not I really can. her sister. No, you can't. You cannot tell somebody who to be friends with. No, I feel like, yes and no. Because in, a, in, in a essence, I can tell you who to be friends with, especially if you associating with me. Because, and this is because, because it's something I have been through, and I know how it affects. Because now we cool, and I'm not cool with this bitch. When y'all together, Kiki, I'ma come up, and when I'ma come up, and she gonna say something disrespectful to me, you can't defend me because that's your homegirl too. 
And that's how shit can confuse. And now I gotta be all y'all asses. No, you could defend, but you. My thing is, I just feel like Mm-mm. as a grown woman, you, you, one, as a grown person, you should not be that bothered that she's friends with somebody. And two, you cannot tell her who to be friends with. She's her own person, and they had her own bond, and they was closer friends than you and her was. Exactly. But now we, like I said, when y'all in, in close behind closed doors, and I'm not present, or anybody else present, and y'all kiki and ha ha ha. And being best Judy's out here, and I come up in conversation, and somebody says something disrespectful, are you gonna defend me? Are you gonna say something? Are you gonna check her? Most likely not, because she's your friend too. But I like that. Um, they. they... So now I gotta look at you different from the sideways, and I'm gonna beat your ass and her ass too. I like how they buried the hatchet or whatever, and they put it to rest because at the end of the day, the beef was dragging. It's over pleasure P who don't care about either one. Who's of them. not even on the show anymore? And I'm just happy for them, and I'm glad that they getting it together. I just feel like that was a positive moment for reality TV. It wasn't what people was expecting. Yeah, I would. I want shit to crack her. But. So, in other Love & Hip Hop Miami news, Hood Brat is now becoming one of the favorites of the show. She's a new yes, rapper to the I scene. I love Hood Brat. I love her. Her story is so compelling. She's taking care of her sister's kids. She's um a real authentic person. And I just love how she whooped Nicki Natural's ass because she deserved it. Yo, her and damn Suki Hana. But Suki ain't really do nothing. All Suki she did was, was pull a wig off. Suki was launching them damn rocks. Mm. I was like, Suki learned the five pit rock. But that's what that's what's crazy. Like people expected Suki to be that person, but people didn't really expect Hood Brat. And I really like that. I feel like Hood Brat did it because it was more disrespectful. Like, why would you do this? And the way she was coming up, I think. Hood Brat got more upset because No, you, it started over cyberbullying. Yeah. Cyberbullying Hood Brat. And also, like, you fucking have an opportunity for all of us coming in here on that type of time. Yeah. I think she was thinking of the bigger picture. And it's like she said, Suki here, Suki, like, I'm treating no. She go, I'm treating a daughter, I'm treating a daughter. So the fact that you would steal something from her, being also two mothers, because you're a mother of three, I'm a mother of three. You're gonna steal something that steal something from me. And like Suki said, I lost bookings because I didn't have my phone and my contacts in it for you. And you like, oh well, oh well, oh well, bitch. Three things I don't mess with in my life is my man, my money, and my food. When you do things like that, when you mess with my, my money, you mess with my man. When you mess with my money, you mess with my food. And that is something that we need to handle, and that caused me to fight you. And you hear some old well type of shit on somebody else's time, you're bugging the fuck out. I love Hood Brat because I just feel like she's an authentic artist. Like, she's come on the show, and she has a straight path. Like, she's saying, I'm on the show to get a bag, and I'm here to promote my music and I feel like I listen to her music and she's a real rapper she's, she's a, a real rapper. artist and I just feel like it, it's good to see like young people like what I like about young and um, love and hip hop Miami they're incorporating the younger artists and getting the younger audience in there because these are girls who really are about that like they it's really Miami they really authentic they really have their own fan bases from social media so I really enjoy um, yeah Hood Brat is good I love I love 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 Hood Brat I love Hood Brat I love Suki and Chameleon yeah. I feel like they they bring a new life to the show and in fact let's, let's get on you and na- um, natural what are the fuck her name is Nap- naturally nappy um did you see how she really came at Trina? And Joy tried to take her shoes off quick enough she could get her shoes off. I don't know. Joy is the cousin you need. Joy took them off. Shoes Joy off. wasn't fast enough, okay? Because she had six inches on. Joy was trying to try. So oh, shit, I can't try. And she pulled up shoes on. They was hanging on the side. Joy was jumping. I bet you Bobby likes it. Bobby would have ran the fuck up. No, nah, Bobby would have probably snatched her whole head off. Bob- Bobby would have drowned her in that damn pool. All right, so we're going to jump all the way from down south back up to the north. We're going to talk about Love & Hip Hop New York. So basically, in Love & Hip Hop New York, there's a lot going on. And one of the things are tired story lines, okay? You think so? I feel like they are dragging it, talking about things that happened 10 years ago. That is 10 years ago. No, like in the words of Cardi B, when we beef, we beef it forever. No, 10 years ago, everybody everybody is coming on this show trying to start beef with Yandy. 
over things that happened so long ago. Like, Kimbella, you look stupid. Kimbella definitely looks dumb. And I feel like Chrissy and Yandy, like, I feel like Yandy is to the point where she don't even want to film with Chrissy no more. Because yeah. we barely see Chrissy on the show. But my thing is, I feel like they targeting Yandy to get a storyline. And everything is so old. Like, even when we see, like, Olivia. people trying to, Olivia or Samaya coming back, but they don't have storylines. Or Erica, people trying to be for Erica Mena or talk about things that happened with Erica Mena seasons ago. Like, come on, we need some new stuff. This, this is I New York. And that's what I feel like that's why it's not really playing out. Because this is New York. Like, when you see somebody, new, being a New Yorker, you got beef with somebody and you don't see him for years. When you see him again, it's still clip for you, bro. No, only I'm not ones, forgetting nothing. No, no, no. Only ones that's giving me fresh storyline and fresh news is um, Fresher and his crazy baby mama. I love and her. She's Janoski. They are giving me freshness. Like, they're giving me life. Fresh, I didn't know Fresher was like moving like this. Fresh's baby mother's like, she's like, oh, bitch, I pay for your body. I pay for your body. No, that's that's not Fresh's baby mother. That's the um the ex. The, the ex told Fresh's baby mother, I pay for your yeah, body. Jada, bitch, yeah, Because she took my 60K, paid for your new body. She I was did like, pay oh. for her body, though. I know, but I was like, for a bitch to tell you she paid for your body, you should have do- dog. You should have drug her. Like, I'm mine. Jada should have stabbed her in her ass, took the implant out. Bitch, this is mine. Give me the other cheek, too. Like... <laughs> I feel like those those people that we talking about right now, they're bringing life, like, the newer... That's why I feel like loving hip-hop is scared to, like, put young people on there. But the young people make the show. Like, Mariah was making the show. Bianca. Um, well, Bianca even ain't B- nobody show now because she pregnant. Even BBOD. Like, yeah, those... Yeah, yeah. When it was younger, it was fresher. Like, I feel like it's sad to say this, but y'all got to let Rich Dollar go. Y'all got to let Yandy go. Even though Yandy my girl, you got to let Yandy go. Yeah. You got to let Remy and Pap go. I feel like, like you can't let Remy and Pap go because Remy and Pap, got, you got to have the positive with the negative. And Pat be over it. Pat be preaching. Like, especially when we get into them sitting down this lawyer about the whole Bianca Taylor situation, he was like, I could do a year. Like, no problem. He's like, no, you can't. She goes, I'm, that's, I'm built for it. I did seven. I could do one more season. He's like, you have a daughter. Like, Pap is the is the voice of reason for a lot of stuff. And it, and I like it because it's naturally him. It's not a facade he put on. He's naturally the voice of reason. All right, so we're going to move on to Sin Santana versus Joe versus Tahiri over Joe Budden. So basically, last night's episode was just basically about them two beefing about Sin feels like Joe Tahiri wants Joe and Joe loves Tahiri still. So Sin, you could tell like in the episode Sin was bothered. Like they went she to Erica be. Mena's baby shower and Joe Budden walked over to Tahiri and gave her a kiss on the cheek. And it just really bothered Sin. Like she's been she throwing so much shade at Tahiri and she looks crazy. No, that's my that was my fiance and my child's father. Who are first of all you, No, but she looked crazy because why you keep targeting the woman, you keep asking the woman. Because, because you know, I feel like it's a difference when you know about me. And that's why it was like, oh Sin is so wrong. It's not but they just, single. But it's a difference when if you if you a woman you here with my man or whatever like the case and we're not together no more and he's dealing with you or whatever whatever y'all got going on. You don't know about me, I can't be mad at you. You know what I mean? You don't know our situation, you don't know our life. I cannot be mad because you don't know. But when you are clearly in my presence and you know about me and you still trying to be sneaky and finagle with my man, I'm going to dog walk you. Because now you're trying to disrespect me and you're trying to play my character. Sin so, can't beat Tahiri, though. I know, but in my head, in my head, the, 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 the I got in my head this vision that Sin is going to get magical power like, shoom, and it'll beat her ass. No, please, child. She can't get magical power. But I'm definitely team Tahiri on that one. No, I'm team Sin because I'm disrespectful. Tahiri. She don't want Joe. She it, it, Even in the clips when they see you, see her trying to hook her up with, um, Erica trying to hook up with Joe, she like, no, she already know where this is going. She just want to be friends. Yes, but then... And then I don't like how she was going through her breast cancer thing. She ain't no fucking breast she cancer. She wasn't even arguing with um, 
saying she was arguing with Jonathan because Jonathan is very messy. I love it too. He is messy. No, but I don't I like Jonathan it. at all. I love it. I don't like Jonathan. I feel like some with the Yandy thing, I feel like he's right. But with the Tahiri thing, I feel like he's dead wrong. Like I don't even like even when Tahiri was on the show, I never really connected with her. Mm -hmm. But I definitely feel like he's trying to make it something it is for story for story purpose value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she said like she don't want Joe. She said that her and Joe are just cool. Like, and it's okay for them to be cool. And they don't even see each other on a regular basis. That's it. It's the difference of being cool and cause kissing me. Because when you, like, I'm cool with you. And I'm like, hi, boo. I ain't kissing you on a motherfucking cheek. I feel like he kissed her. She didn't kiss him. And she should have just I feel wiped like, it off like that. I feel like Sin is just insecure because he cheated on her in the past or whatever. Because she make it seem like he cheated he on did. her. He did. He cheated on her with, um... One of the star, the star, star tender girls. I feel like um, it was a. She just have insecurity with him, and I feel like she's never gonna get over that. And I feel like maybe she feels like there's no connection, like it's a physically connection. And they have a it's child a sexual together. Connection. It's a child, like a family connection. But I feel like she feels like he wants somebody that he could talk to, and I feel like. I think it's the other way around. She wanted somebody she could talk to, who could be there for her. And Joe was just like, "They're not compatible in that lane." Yeah, they're like, it, communication not compatible. Joe's type person, like, "You're angry, so I don't understand why you're angry. Why are you screaming?" Like he wanted people to, you hype, and he's talking to you like you're stupid. So you gotta knock his block off. I just don't. Me see and Joe Butter can never be together because I'm violent. I'd have just stabbed you in the neck and watched you bleed out. All right, and also we have Kimbella versus Yandy in this week's episode. It got really crazy. The women almost came to blows. Kimbella threw a drink on Miss Yandy, and Yandy jumped up and almost spider monkeyed her ass. And I just feel like run down. Run I up, feel like Kimbella is dead wrong for this. Like she's still mad over the fight that took place ten years ago in season one. We are now <laughs> in season ten. Wait, Chrissy beat your ass. And I feel like she's more mad at Yandy than she is at Chrissy. And my whole thing is, she said Yandy never helped her. Yandy got up twice before the physical altercation happened and was like, no, and stopped it. Mm -hmm. When it got up, people didn't know Chrissy was going to pop on her. She was like, I'm leaving. And she just rocked her. My thing is, Yandy did try to help you, but you always trying to drag Yandy's character. And I feel like Kimbella's dragging Yandy because she knows Joelle's is in jail. She needs to still be on the show. Well, she didn't I chill out because like Mendeecees is home now. He going to light it the fuck up, I'm telling you. I feel like Kimbella is very envious of Yandy and his shows. Even yes. She's even mad at Yandy's relationship with Jonathan. And she gets mad when people tell her, like, no, Kim, you started this. Or she gets mad when people defend Yandy. But my thing is, you dead wrong, sis. You were dead wrong 10 years ago t coming to Emily telling her you fuck fab. And you're dead wrong now. I didn't like Emily. You know why I don't like Emily? Because I don't like no punk. I don't like nobody who let their friends fight their battle. And I just feel like Emily, they said she would, they asked her to come back. I would have been so mad if she came back. I mean, she might have came, came back on a different energy, though. She boring. I bring her daughter and G Herba one. Don't yes, bring her. That's who they need to bring. Bring to Miss Tiana, because Tiana... I hope she's not stupid like her mama. Miss Tiana got them her fingers on Twitter and, it's, and Instagram is lit, so I hope she got it to back But it she up. don't talk. I've never seen her talk. She don't really talk, but she uh she do a lot of sub stuff, especially when it comes to Ari. Like, you see, uh, even today, Moneybag Yo and Ari had that video, and Ari was unbuckling Moneybag Yo pants at the... um. And this color pants is like rubbing on his on his on his shingalingalingalingaling, and then Tiana put up the lingerie pictures under them on Valentine's Day, like literally right after. She do like sub stuff, like I right, bitch, you rubbing on money bag, yo, but like, bitch, I got your man and and set you bad, hope come catch him if you can't and and like she. Shout out to Flo Millie, cause that's my song. But All like, right. So in other news, we have Remy Ma. As we talked about earlier, she's she was basically saying that she would go back to jail if she had to. And I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like as a mother, I, I never like it. to see anybody in jail, but I feel like people are 
celebrities are targets. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like people see them as an opportunity to get money, as an opportunity to um to come up, like a come up, basically. And I feel like it's really messing with her life because she already had prior cases. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't like to see and Remy mind jail because I really like Remy. Especially because it's K. The case sounds so dumb. First of all, um, knowing Britney Taylor, um, you know, she had beef with Young B, a.k.a. Bianca. And Remy was the mediator in the whole beef before that. We've seen previous seasons. Uh-huh. And then to find out it that the whole scenario went down. Okay, so for those who don't know, it is Remy's um, daughter, stepdaughter, should I say, Pap's daughter, is messing with a man that was supposedly also messing with Britney Taylor as well. Um, and Britney Taylor threw out some very threatening threats to her, and they were in an event. And Britney got crazy with Remy's daughter, and Remy told her to back the hell up. She didn't back down, and Remy punched her in the face, allegedly. So she had a cookie on her eye, and she's saying, oh, Remy assaulted me. How could she do this to me? She's such an animal. Ah, 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 All this stuff so resulted her pressing charges and tried to lock Remy up for assault. So, first of all, everybody knows you do not run up on Remy Ma. Like, that's a that's a hood fact. That's a street fact. That's a rap. Everybody knows that. She shot her friend. What makes you think you, your little ass can run up on her for her kids and think you can get away with it? You lucky you got punched in the eye. You could have got worse. And then to be a cop call and press charges, say what you want about Remy Ma. Remy Ma's a legend. Not a legend. You don't think she's a legend? You Not th- she good at what she do. I don't think she. But I think like she can. She go down and she has her own flow. She goes out and like she's distinct. Like I feel like Remy Ma don't blend in with a crowd. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? Not a legend though. But you out here running at my and now you calling cops and now you trying to press charges when this woman just got off parole and she has a child. So how you look? Like Brittany tell you 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 assassinated your own own career with this whole shit because nobody's gonna fuck with you with a ten foot pole. So now they told her that she may have to do a year. She already did seven years. A year ain't shit, to be honest, for somebody who already did seven. Yeah. I respect it as a gangster. Like, all right, if this was this is what we gonna go the route we gonna go down. I'm a, I'm gonna take it on the chin, like, cause I did it for my kid. And that's what I feel like. That's what mothers do. Like, it is what it is. I fuck with it, Remy. I salute but, you. Okay, so we're gonna move on to Real Housewives of Atlanta. So basically, the whole episode was really about. Nene and Cynthia finally sitting down and talking out their biz- um they differences and basically Cynthia was just saying like Nene I feel like you was a bad friend and in the conversation Nene didn't take any accountability for her actions she tried to put it all on Cynthia she left out crying and Cynthia went to her and kind of basically been the bigger person as always and I'm just tired of Cynthia having to be the bigger person because I feel like Nene does a lot of things to the like Nene and Kenya are very similar but I feel like Kenya Two owns Kenya owns her stuff. And she she apologizes when she's wrong, and when she's right, she just relishes in it. Nene only wants to always be right. She never takes accountability, and I feel like that's why like is the cast are not really filming with her because they're getting sick of her. They sick and tired of her always doing the same thing, and that's why she's not on this much episodes and allegedly being phased out because it's seeming like she's a difficult person to deal with and a difficult person to work with. And it, it, it you can tell just like all these dynamics, and then. Especially with her on um, social media, too, because, like, when episodes come out, a lot of uh, the girls on the cast live tweet or they go on Instagram live or whatever the case may be. And when Nene's one, it's just shade, 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 shade. And I'm like, it's almost, it's almost, you can only throw but so much shade. You damn near 60. Like, you is a whole grandmother. Like, come on, girl. And it's only so much shade you can throw before nobody want to deal with you. Because coins and sanity, something got to give. 
And if you want me here to continue collecting these coins and bring this entertainment, you need to get this toxic person on my out of here. And Nene, you booting your own self out. Yeah, chill she, out. Just chill out, sis. She isolated herself, put herself on the island to where now none of the girls that's on the show really want to deal with her. And that's what you got to be careful. And I think that she got a little too big for her britches and she thinks that oh, she's bigger than the show and you're not because that's why they brought Kenya Moore in. Just to show you that you can be replaced. Quickly. And she is, in my opinion, being replaced because Kenya is be, bringing it. You will be Kim Zosia with them duck-ass lips being tardy for the motherfucking party. And anyway, that's it for Reality Bites this week, guys. We're going to move on to our next segment, which is called Beef in the Streets, Woo! not Beef in the Sheets, not Beef in the this Streets, beef, beef in the Streets. It's organic, Shake Shack, fucking Shake Burger, Shake and Steak. This beef, this, this last week and a half is juicy with mushrooms and onions and extra cheese dripping down your arm. All right, so let me get into this beef. The first beef that we have on our little docket today is... Akbar V versus Cash Doll and Light Skin Keisha. And basically, this beef started because Akbar took the social media because she has a big social media pres- and she presence. Too much. She took the social media saying, at JT and Young Miami birthing y'all bitches because give them back they swag. You know you can't rap. Only Keisha V respect is the one from Belly Ho, Queen of Atlanta. Said what she said, I can rap, but you can't fuck with me, baby girl. And basically, Akbar took to Instagram to say, like... Cause, and then she did that on the same day that Lights and Keisha's album dropped. No, it was the day it was supposed to drop, drop. but it didn't drop. It did. I got to download it. No, it didn't drop that day. The day when they started arguing, oh, it yeah, yeah, yeah. that Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't drop that day. So, right. basically, it all started because Akbar took to Instagram saying she's tired of these girls sounding like the city girls, all these girls putting out the same songs, same sounding beats, and I would have to agree with that. I feel like a lot of Lights and Keisha does sound like I could, I'm gonna play a song when we get off air. I got a whole album. Did you? I love the On Red does sound like a city yes, girl song. Yes, On Red. On Red sounds a city girl song, but like I feel like it's a it's not even a it's not a sounding like the city girls. I think it's a revolution for female rap to like fuck these niggas. My pussy wet. I get this. I get that. And take that nigga money. No, like, but all I don't want to hear 15 bitches in an oversaturated market talking about the same thing. But my thing is, it went bigger with the beef when um. She spoke about how Cash Doll was liking funny stuff and writing funny, run funny stuff on um, yeah, Instagram. Cash Doll, com- com- Cash Doll commented because she told us she was a whack rapper, and then Light Skin Keisha put up the video of her, her and Yob and Cyrus um, concert because you know they got that song "Ride yeah. Together," and she's like, "Oh, I am the queen of Atlanta," and then Cash Doll wrote, "Could you come to my Atlanta show?" and she, Akbar felt some type of way because she wrote her that. No, but also uh, Cash Doll was liking some of the things that um, Light Skin Keisha was putting about putting out about Akbar. So then from then it went on because they Light Skin Cash Doll and Akbar already had a beef, a beef from last year. Mm-hmm. And then in the beef they kind of squashed it, but Akbar feels like Cash Doll is keep picking, picking, and picking. So Akbar then started to talk about how Cash Doll looks like a horse. She can barely rap, and she was like, "How Cash Doll supposed to be with Nicki and Cardi is? She's supposed to be there before Cardi, but she's not." She talked about how um, Cash Doll is jealous of Cardi because we know Akbar and Cardi are Cardi B are cool. They mm-hmm. both in gang related and stuff like that. Yeah. Akbar then took Allegedly. to social media to talk about basically saying, "Post your 360 contracts Woo! to both of them," saying that Cash Doll and Light Skin Keisha basically she said you are supposed to be on the Nicki and Cardi B level. And you're in the past. She was saying that basically, like, y'all both signing bad contracts. Y'all both doing the bare minimum at rapping. And then after that, Light Skin Keisha and Cash Doll took to posting their shows and said, baby girl, come on stage. We could put you on stage because we know you ain't got a stage to perform on. And that's a fact. So then Akbar, after that, it's just so much with this beef. 
Akbar then started posting about like her DMs with Cash Doll, yes. and in the DMs, Cash Doll was copping. Please, like she looked it very scared. And put receipts, and then Akbar put the hot sixteen at that little her her rap about the end was going. And her the, remix to Yikes. Yes, but then I felt like she was old. She was old on, on Lights and Keisha low key because. First of all, Lights and Keisha don't even have a deal. She's independent. Mm-hmm. So you talking about some 360. The only person who really has a 360 deal, ever had one, was Cash Doll. And low-key, Cash, Cash Doll from the D, she looked like she would drag a hoe. I'm I'm team Akbar in this because I feel like I feel like she said her opinion at first. Like, first she didn't, when she first posted about everybody sound like the city girl, she never said a name at first. But then... People was amping her, like, put a name on it. And she put the name on it. People, it be the fans really starting their beefs. But I'm definitely team Akbar because I feel like Akbar, she speaks her mind. And that's all you can do as a person. And I feel like she's really talented. She really can rap. So when you're really passionate about something. But we don't hear you, sis. No, but when you're really passionate about something, you like to speak on it. And I can respect that about somebody. If you're really passionate about something and you see somebody doing a half-assed job, I feel like you could speak on it. And I'm definitely Team Akbar because she did not only post on social media, she brought it to Cash Doll. She brought it to her DMs, and then Cash Doll took it to outside the DM. Yeah. And they thought she thought the beef was squashed with her and Cash Doll, and Cash Doll was poking. Well, you thought wrong, bitch, because it ain't. I'm definitely <laughs> Team Akbar, and I feel like she won this beef because she was going like, when they stopped, she said, nope, we still going to do this. We don't yeah. stop when you want to stop. Yeah. So I'm definitely Team Akbar. I just don't like that she did it to Cash because I like Cash Doll and like Ben Keisha. Cash Doll's album was great. It, but, was, it was a great piece of album. And work. then she, Akbar brought up about how her album is not selling. Yeah. And I'm definitely. And I'm so sad that it's not selling because it's so good. I like five songs. But I'm like, as a as a project, it flowed good. Like I love. She tried to stab me. She tried to shoot me. Sure did. But I feel like her um crazy. Yes. I feel like her album is like the cover of it was weak. Yes, the cover was weak. A lot of things go into making an album. Like your cover has to be like somebody just walking in the yeah, store and be like, like I cover. want it. But I feel like it was a weak um. Ice me out video was dope though. Yeah, but Ice Me Out was weak too. I love Ice Me Out, but I feel like she she didn't really rap. Like she just Ice Me Out. It was a cute little. She could have put a, a fire sixteen on Ice, Ice Me, me out. out. Get you lit in the club, especially when you got your jewelry on. You Ice Me Out, nigga. Ice Me Out. But I'm definitely Team Akbar, and I feel like Akbar is taking the W in this beef. To me, in my opinion. Really? Okay. She dragged them like she she ate they ass up. But she bet you she even she can eat their ass up on the internet. But can you eat it up on on stage? She ate their ass can up like up a TV stage? dinner. Can you eat it like up on a stage? Jamaican beef patty? Oh, she ate him up like Escobar fish and dumpling. Call her Patra, and ah. there is a beef patty. Mina Avdad. Mina ah, don't do that. You <laughs> do. Stew chicken, mina avdad. You know I love when you get Jamaican. My sis like to come in here real Dominican as well. Mina avdad. Patty, mina avdad. Straight. Mina avid. Straight. Now good for ya. Bamba clad. Bullet, bullet, bullet. Pussy clad. Suck your muma. Rasslock. I love Jamaican. Yo, <laughs> don't get me started. I bring out the fake Jamaican real quick. This is a rasslock. <laughs> Yo. No, you have to bring out the slogan, the rasslock. But yes, we're going to move on to our next beef. It is Kalani versus Miss Keisha Cole. So, Oh my fans, God, I did not see this coming. Yes, yeah, so fans have been speculating that Kalani and Keisha Cole was, wasn't talking because they used to back tweet each other all the time. And they were on the but, song together. Yes, but now they beefing because Kalani, it's, it's confirmed that they was beefing. Kalani tweeted basically, 
it's crazy when people people yeah. are cool with you when they look up when you're looking up to them, but when it's eye to eye level, it's funny beef. Keisha Cole retweeted her tweet and said, "Girl, shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up." up. <laughs> so basically, this all started because Kalani shot the all me video of the song of them together without Keisha her, yeah. Cole, and she put another song in it as well. So if you watch the video, it's still Keisha Cole's part in it, but it's a little shortened, and then it's just Kalani in the whole video. The idols so rivals. Basically, it just turned, and the girls are just going at it. And I feel like... Why? That, that I don't was, know why. I don't feel like Keisha Cole should have even been on the track, but now that she was on the track, she killed her part. And I felt like she deserves to be in the video as well because in the song, it's kind of like Kalani vocals are like, chill, calm. And then Keisha Cole come on, I'm not moving on by my... Like, she yeah. came and gave you the rah, the rah, yeah. the rah. So I feel like she definitely deserves to be on the video. And I feel like Kalani is dead wrong for not playing Keisha Cole in that I video. I wonder why, though. Like, I, you tell me shut the fuck up. Tell me shut the fuck up why, because I need more. I was, I kept refreshing my damn Twitter page to see the hell why, what else was coming out. I need to know why. And I would need to YG to go in there and just throw up some B-sides and shit. No, but um, let me tell you, um, YG and Kalani broke up. She oh, posted yes, on um on Twitter saying that she is single love. She said I'm single love. Damn, she not getting that blood that, so, that, that blood D no more. I just feel like Kalani is just going crazy on everybody and she's just like Her, it her is daughter's what it in their best lives though. Her daughter is so freaking cute. Mm. Oh god, baby. But cute. yes, I'm definitely gonna give um I'm gonna give the the W to this um I don't know who won. I feel like Kalani. Keisha I, Keisha won because she she um Keisha so bad uh, messing with OT Genesis about the, making her song. Tell the, Keisha the, Cole shut the hell up. The shut the fuck up took me away because it gave me your mama just tell you <laughs> shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear that right now. But I'm definitely gonna give the W to Kana Kalani because she's still making money off the song. She got people a video know out. Her, people know her. She know here crying while her song getting remixed. So I'm definitely feel like Kalani took the W in that one. But I'm definitely Team Keisha Cole because once she says shut the fuck up. I was here for it. Yeah. She said, shut the fuck up. That's very much your mother. Girl, shut the fuck up. If you don't shut your ass the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Shut it up. Oh, it could have been the shut the fuck up. You know, when you in the store, you Shut up, just shut up, shut up, shut it up, just shut up, shut up. Time out, for all my black people, y'all know when you ever been somewhere with your mother and she can't whoop your ass in public and she be like, shut your ass the fuck up right now. Shut it down, shut it down. You gotta make the scrungy face like, bitch, you know I will whoop your Shut the fuck I up right now. You here, Don't up. make me beat the shit on you when I'm sitting here. Yep. That's very much the black mother. I can't beat you in front of these white people. My but mother didn't care. She was like, embarrass me in front of white people if you want to. Will you show us where I lay you out? We're going to move on to our next segment of the show. This is a new segment that I made last week. It is called Black Hall of Fame. In honor of Black History Month, we just play some people that we feel like deserves to go in the Black Hall of Fame. It could be anybody you're thinking about. And I'm going to start off. So first, I want to enter... Pat Poos into the Black Hall of Fame for just being a loyal husband, a ride or die for his husband, Remy Ma. I just feel like Pat Poos is just a great man and a, a great, great representation a great of what too. a man should be. And I just love how he took care of Remy's son as well as his daughter. Yeah. And they're beautiful baby together. I also want to put New York Tiffany Pollard in the um Black Hall of Fame because she has paved the way for you hoes on reality TV, mm-hmm. okay? Because if it wasn't for Flavor of Love and her being on there, there would not be no reality TV. So I want to say shout out to New York Tiffany Pollard and welcome her to the Black Hall of Fame. I also, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, want to put Barack and Michelle Obama in the Black Hall of Fame because Michelle... All right, Barack, he was a great president. He did what he could do in them eight years that they stressed that man out. Word. But also, I just want to um, put Michelle Obama in the Black Hall of Fame because 
Michelle Obama, ev- even after the presidency. Neck on these hoes. Keep her foot on their neck. She has been against cyberbullying. She has been um pro- promoting mental health. She has been promoting body and physical health. She's been doing tours all around the yeah. country trying to get women to empower themselves. So I'm definitely going to put Barack and Michelle in a black hole of fame. And they black love. They just love each other. Their kids are normal. You ain't seen their kids in the streets. Coochies. You don't see nothing wrong. They just are black. They are the black auntie. They're the bougie auntie uncle that you used to love to go to their house and eat all their food with them. And baby, have whatever you want, baby. Yeah, I definitely feel like the Obamas carry themselves in a different way. So I want to shout kids, them out. Even like, their kids are off in college and stuff like that. And just, they're just normal. Normal, like they're yeah. not out here like Rudy Giuliani's daughter who was stealing. I don't feel like they normal. The I just feel like we don't know nothing about them. You know, black people very much keep it in the household. Yeah, but like, um, what's the name? Uh, Sasha up in college. I mean, Malia and in- How and Howard in Harvard. Harvard. And comedy clubs with her white friends living her best life. I love it. Uh, yeah, but shout outs to them. You have anybody you want to put in the Black Hall of Fame? I need to put in the Black Hall of Fame. Who would I put? Hmm. Oh, There's only one rule: they have to be black. I'm Shady bitch. Um, hmm, who would I put in the Black Hall of Fame? Black China, shit. No, we is not putting Black... We is not putting Black she, China... She's secure for... Oh. Always. She's secure in the We're going to leave that for a, a, a week. We're going to debate that for a week. Black China is not in the Hall All of... All right, we're not doing Black... We we're can't. not going to put Rockhead in the Hall of Fame of Black people. All right. What, so what she done did for us? Secured the Kardashian bag. She's the only bitch that secured that Kardashian bag. You could have said Jordan. We could put Jordan... What? Woods. She ain't secure no bag. But she survived the um public splash. <laughs> she sure did survive. All right, so we really gonna put if we can really put somebody, Big Frida. Definitely, cause I feel like Big yeah. Frida has ushered in that that bounce, that yeah. New Orleans sound. And ha- that has be bouncing. But... And I feel like they stole her swag. Like yes. a lot of artists steal her swag, so I definitely would say yeah. Big Frida. Could Big call. Frida. So yeah, all right, scratch my trying. Sorry, sis. We putting Big Frida in there, cause Big Frida is the only sister. In, well. Non-bin- non-binary out here on Drake tracks, Lil Wayne tracks, the hardest rappers out here, and makes that ass jump, make it jump, make it jump. No, wah, once she wah, made wah, that song with Sierra, wah, I knew it was over. It was over. Yeah. So that's it, y'all, for the Black Hall of Fame. Just remember, guys, that this month is Black History Month, okay? Just keep letting it know. Don't let Valentine's Day and all the um little white holidays distract you. Yeah, don't it let is the Black History ho- Month. Don't let the pagan holidays distract you from your blackness. Don't just go out there and be great. I also want to shout out to Rosa Parks and Harriet Tubman, okay? To freedom! I just felt that in my spirit. Shout out to Rosa and Harriet, okay? To freedom! Because they paved the way for y'all. They gave y'all the freedom to sit on the bus, okay? So shout out to Rosa and Harriet Tubman. But now we're going to get into my favorite part of the show, my favorite segment of the show, which is called You Won't Believe This, which is just a rapid-fire topics of basically things going on in hip-hop and in society. And I just have one topic that is not on our sheet that I really want to talk about, make sure that we get into one of the topics that took over social media and everywhere has been Dwayne Wade's son deciding that he wants to be identified as a female and that his name is Zaya. And I've seen a lot of people um, yeah. basically dragging this young boy, a young female. We're going to call him young girl because we're going to respect people pronouns. I've seen a lot of people dragging this child saying that, um, oh, Dwayne Wade needs to um, whoop his ass. He's too young to decide that. And that's so and ignorant. I just I feel like... That's so ignorant, those comments. Y'all kids is out here shooting each other, not going to school. Fucking humping bears, smoking weed, and stealing your, your SSI checks out your purses, and y'all talk about somebody... Why are y'all dragging a parent for supporting a child? Like, that 
is the problem with black community. People don't support their kids. So why are you sitting here dragging somebody for support? For being kids? a good parent. And then mind you, a lot of y'all will never be where Dwayne Wade is. I just want to remind y'all that Zaya is. I just want to remind <laughs> y'all that Zaya and Dwayne Wade is rich. These are rich people problems. Mind your business and stop trying to get him to whoop his child ass. Like, Zaya will buy your dumb ass. Your, your broke ass opinion doesn't mean nothing to Zaya. Zaya's got 10 racks on his nails. Shut the fuck up. Like, and I, I just feel like if mm. his dad accepted and his mom accepted, who are you to tell somebody how to raise their child? Yeah. Worry about why little Day Day don't know his real name. Go watch. He still think his name is Man Man. Go, go watch little Pookie and little Sharissa. And, um, Find your baby father. And little Chardonnay and tell them what to do. Leave people alone. I feel like if he wants to identify as Zaya, we will call him Zaya, Zaya. and he, Zaya will be a she. We and need I to feel, respect them. Exactly. And I feel like just going into that, transitioning, this is for a PSA for everybody who's out here who has very negative opinions. I'm not saying you have to support it, you know, but respect is different. You know what I mean? Then support. Transitioning goes in so many different ways. Transitioning can just be saying, I just want to identify as a woman. Doesn't mean it have to be any physical changes. He won't grow out his hair. He won't wear no 32-inch weave. He won't wear heels. Just trans means so many different things on so many different spectrums. So respect people's stuff because at the end of the day, if he wants to just still be chasing name to Zaya, that can be it, and that will still make him identify as a trans person. But my thing is, he hasn't done anything changing yet. That's just how he wants and to identify. And people are protecting this, this, this person's future. Like, leave them alone. Like, no. I don't get it. But my thing is, um, people always saying he's too young. That he's twelve, right? Yes, he's twelve. My thing is, a, a rich twelve-year-old is different from a twelve-year-old. Not even at twelve, I knew what I wanted to do. No, but my thing is, at twelve and you rich, he done experienced a whole new thing. He yes. probably experienced life in so much more ways he's than more a regular twelve-year-old. Yeah. And a not even we give we give give kids less credit than we owe them. I feel like at twelve. You, we already had little crushes. You already like little. At twelve years, I feel like at twelve you already know. Cause you at thirteen know. you already know. You already your know your hormones. You already got a little crush on your teacher but or I, a little, a little um, a little Daquante, a little Sarah. Ooh, that is urban as fuck, Daquante. Little Daquante, a little um, Tarika. You got a crush on him? Like, I think he's cute. I'm he naming my, I'm naming my son Daquante and my daughter Tarika. <laughs> that like, is ghetto. You, should, you over here sharing pencils? Like, oh, you wanna? color with me thing, you want to play with me like don't say what they don't know because you know the same way when you're little when you wake up in the morning your little pee pee get hard you know what you like and my thing is for them to say oh um he doesn't know or he's too young um at what age did you know you were straight like you you already know these things about yourself but we're gonna move on we're gonna come back to this we're gonna circle back to this because we have other topics that are very similar to this yeah. we're gonna go into the baby's baby mother reveals that he got another woman pregnant how I do you feel it. about that? I can believe it. Baby on baby. Baby make babies. Shoot, baby, come come on, make a baby over here. Have a baby by I me, knew baby. the baby was, you know, people Have like to put up these me, fronts baby. that like, oh, we together um, and we loyal. I know the baby cheat. Just like I know A Boogie cheat on Ella because, you know. Oh, hell yeah. You saw you saw. he said, she said, um, Amy cheat on me with the bitch with the cheap ass boots. I was fucking dead. Ella is so annoying and boring. I'm really I sick of her. I hear her snap because all she do is sing songs. And her and baby don't got no edges. Ella, all she do is sing songs and show off all the shit that A Boogie bought her. And them, and them thick ass lashes. Them Jamaican bad gal lashes she have. But I feel like the baby, baby mother, she shouldn't have brought it to um to a social media. But the messiness in me, love it. I me love too. that you brought it out because that's that's sad. You out here trying to put up this front that y'all so together, you so loyal, and you out here cheating. Mm -hmm. 
But we're going to move on to another topic. Karuchi Tran, a.k.a. Kakaruchi Tran, is accusing her former manager of screwing her out of $1.4 million in a new lawsuit. The actress is suing her talent manager is real African. Yawabi Muhammad, a.k.a. Jacob York, and his management company, Electric Records Public, Republic, for breaching the contract, fraud, um, breach of privacy, and punitive damages. How we feeling about that? I mean, everybody out here thieving, getting to the back any way they can. If I gotta rob you, I gotta rob you. People get robbed every day, B. No, but you're not gonna steal 1.4 million from me. Well, she better make sure she got a you, good ass lawyer. Cause... You steal 1.4 million from me? I'm going to have the Brownsville niggas looking for you for half of that. Okay? They gonna <laughs> murk you for half of that. 1.4. And I feel like Karuchi don't have Chris Brown no more. She <laughs> need all her coins. Don't try to, call... to do that to her. <laughs> Karuchi need to call Chris like Chris. So you know that time I know you outside the club. And you... I need you to do a favor for me. I need you to shoot this nigga. Speaking of Chris, he was under fire um because he posted a video of Karuchi. You know she was in the autumn leaves video. Yes, yes, He yes. posted the little scene. On Valentine's Day, yes. yes. So messy. When she was in Victor Cruz. I feel like he loved Karuchi, and Karuchi just not gonna get back with him because at the end of the day, you got mad kids now, my nigga. It's, it's clip. I feel like if we together and then we break up and you have kids, you're done in my book. But I'm, you always got that one gangster ass ass that care. will shoot somebody. You just gotta make a call. Be like, yo, like, can you shoot care. this nigga for me one a time? A baby? A baby is a, a whole new... Once you have a baby, you're done. Okay? You're done off. Oh, go ahead. You're done off. You have pitney on me, me done off. Go ahead. You're done. But... Bullets. Pussy card. <laughs> now, don't get me started. Y'all know I love a little Jamaican moment. A little... Done off. A little bumba cloud. Nah, but all right. So in other news, T.S. Madison manager has publicly quit and went live saying how she is not who she appears to be. She is manipulative. She is evil. She causes unnecessary drama in her camp. And that she is a hater of other people doing what they have to do. No, I love T.S. Madison. Me too. On the docket. <laughs> like, I love T.S. Madison. But he just talked about how she caused a lot of drama between people in her camp and how basically he's she's been targeting him and treating him as less than a human because he works for her but they've been they've been friends for like a long while and basically she said how t.s madison was putting him in situations that he didn't have to be and represent him as a villain and i felt bad because he never he didn't say nothing negative other than that he just really was speaking from his heart and i really felt bad for this man because i do believe this man it was very genuine like it came off like i'm not gonna drag her but this is what's going Mm. on so then you need to quit your job or put your two weeks in, Poppy. No, I feel like as these celebrities need to learn how to treat their team, like a lot of No, you are the you are the help. No, and that's why you will not make it. You cannot be like that. I, I'm, not, I'm not being like that, but I know that's how it is. Like when you work It with, take a village to get them people together. You course. need to respect your makeup artist, your hairstylist. But that's how they your view us. Manager. But that's how they view us. No. Like when you work when you work for somebody else, you are the help. Hey May, you are the help. No, but you need to respect your team because they help build you up. Yes, I agree, but I feel like when you get into it. You just know, like, that is a, poss- a possibility, a strong one, that somebody's going to be like, they're going to look at you like, you the help. Hey, man. That is ghetto. But, all right, we're going to move on from that. So, as we said last week, sources were saying that Neo and his wife, like Crystal Smith, has split up. Yes. They was Neo was spotted in a video saying, I turned my wedding ring into a pinky ring. Mm. Then now, Crystal Smith was spotted. They live in a separate house. They separated living in two different houses. Mm. And the other day, she was spotted in a club with Ryan Henry on Valentine's Day, sitting on his lap, flirting, all cuddled up, neck and neck. Mm -hmm. 
So what do we gotta say about that? Collarbone down, no neck and neck. But um, I guess I guess we knew this was bound to happen. Just the way they, the same way you get him is the same way you lose him. That's what I was gonna say. I feel like this is Neo Karma for making his first um wife burn her tools and not have no more kids. Wait, no, and gonna impregnate this big ass marshmallow. And then you gonna leave her? You gonna leave your first wife after making her tie her tools? And then got the and the next bitch got her pregnant. Yeah, I feel like this Twice. is Neo. This is Neo's karma, and he's not gonna get no good with his bald ass and them fedoras. That's why they we not seeing her in Neo song. Yeah, cause that's cause he wake he make white music now. He not so sick no more. He's so white. Oh no, let's stop singing, cause it's gonna sound crazy when we put the beat under it. The rap beat. <laughs> we gonna be singing to a rap beat. But yes, Neo made her burn her tubes, and I just feel like that's what he's getting what he deserved with this Crystal Smith. She is going to drain him for all that old R&B money, because, you know, and all that writing money, because yeah. he wrote a lot of songs, even for Beyonce and Rihanna. Yeah. She's going to get all of she that money. She get that to the left, to the left money. And mind you, he probably already paying the first wife, because you done made her burn her tubes, so I know she getting yeah, a check. Yeah, he getting them to the left, to the left money. You definitely getting that tonight. That's the white Neo uh-huh. I don't like. But they pump that shit. I don't care if you pump, hump, dump. I don't want to hear no, <laughs> no beatbox music. I'm real urban, real from the streets. From the hood. <laughs> All right, but we're going to move on to our next topic. We had three people Thanks, was shot at Real Housewives of Atlanta star Candy Burst yes. restaurant Old Lady Gang 2 on Valentine's Day. What is going on with this day, This year's they Valentine's Day? They said my Valentine's Day. Day here with the next bitch. Ra-da-da-da. They said 2020, I'm coming out with my AK-47. You here with the next bitch? You talking about something you sick at work? Ra-da-da-da. No, it was a man. He came in, he shot it he up. Saw, he probably saw his bitch with the next nigga and shot it up. Ra-da-da-da. No, but I feel like, I feel like, honestly, and a lot of people was coming at Candy to say something about it, but she may not know how she feel about it. Like, her restaurant just got shot up. Yeah. I feel like, I'm going to say this. Leave that ghetto shit out of people's businesses. Don't bring that ghetto shit into people's businesses. Same thing with K. Michelle restaurant. They was fighting for doing coke in the bathroom. When I open my restaurant, I don't want y'all coming in my restaurant fighting, like, and then y'all can't expect Candy to say something automatically because she could be in shock that somebody just came in her restaurant and shot it up. Like, that is really crazy. Shout out to Xavier, y'all, behind us. Yes, he yes. makes sure that we good in our studio and everything. all our levels is right. Yes, he makes sure everything is smooth. But that's crazy. Imagine being in a restaurant on Valentine's Day and then you just... Bah, 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 bah. Shoot, that's like being in a club and a brawl all happened. Like, what the fuck? And then he <laughs> shot three people. My thing is, I'm sure all three people wasn't on a date with your girl. Where you sitting there just spraying. Spraying. Ghetto. Because I hate shooting the club up. Don't care who the talk is. Oh, let me get into this next topic, y'all. So, Wendy, Wendell, Big Ass Williams is under fire for saying that gay men need to stop wearing our skirts, stop wearing our dresses, and that basically she was just, she was speaking to one guy in the audience, but she generalized it after. Mm -hmm. She was like, basically, um, Valentine's Day is now Galentine's Day, and no, you men cannot be a part of this. My thing, I just want to say to Wendy, how, and then later she apologized. Because you know her, a lot of her fan base is gay. Of course. My thing to Wendy, big back linebacker ass with them thick ass ankles and them big ass titties and nobody. <laughs> big, <laughs> big ass letter P ass Wendy. I just want to say like, how dare you come at men for wearing dresses? And you are a man. Like you are a big man with your broad <laughs> shoulders. And I'm sorry, Taylor, if you bought the work for her. But Wendy, how dare you con- like how dare you drag a man for wearing a dress and your feet is bigger than mine's and you out here wearing men's size sneakers? Like how dare you? Leave Wendy alone. Like a lot of y'all didn't see is a picture of Wendell wearing um a dress and it looks like she got a dick. I really think Wendy Williams. I only I'm I think Wendy Williams is a man and I think she adopted that boy 
or that's her sister baby and she raised him as her own because i really think wendy is a man and for you to drag your own gay community wendy you should be ashamed of yourself because you a man and how dare you drag another man for wearing a dress? And you wear a dress every day with them thick ass ankles, them big ass ankles that you carrying around, Wendy. How fucking dare you? And I want y'all to share this so if Wendy can see this, take this part. I know somebody good at making it. Take this little part and send it to Wendy with them big ass ankles. I don't care if you got lymphedema. I don't care what you got with them big ass ankles, okay? I don't care if you got, and then she got alopecia under her wig. How dare you have all these things wrong with you and you trying to drag people? My problem with them is like, let people live. I don't care what other people do. I don't care if another man wear a dress. I'm not wearing no dress. I don't care what other people do. I don't care how people decide to, who they hump. I don't care about that. That's not me. What's wrong with Wendy Williams? Her thick ass ankles, them big ass buckaroo angles. Them big ass, yo, I'm really tired of Wendy, Wendell, William Third. okay? I'm not gonna do this with Wendy. Cause you a man and you gonna come at another man, Wendy? She built like Swisher Sweets. I, she's shaped like my fucking broom that I made stand up on that day. Wendy is I really. Can't. I'm sick of her and them big ass titties. She needs to get a reduction, her surgery, her shoulder surgery, cause she's real broad <laughs> at the top. She wear a size 14 shoe like a nigga. She needs to play for the New York Giants. Oh my God. I'm sick of Wendy big ass. All right, she is drug enough. Yeah, I dragged her ass. I'm sorry, <laughs> but them fucking ankles is thick, y'all. Go look at Wendy Williams' ankles, cause them is some big ass men ass buckaroo ass ankles. Okay, she out here shaped like a whole motherfucking kangaroo. Kangaroo Jack ass built ass Wendy Williams. Oh my god, my homegirl said she built like a lamp. She no, she built like a motherfucker. I don't know what she fucking built like, okay? Oh my god. Big ass Wendy. How dare you tell men to stop wearing dresses and your manly asses out here with a dress on? I felt on? like I felt like <laughs> the massive jacket. I felt like it was so left field for her chest. Like you said, because the majority of her fan base is the how you doing? Like, so how like why would you ever? You just shot yourself in them big ass feet. Like you assassinated yourself. Kangaroo built ass. Oh my god! I'm, I cannot believe Wendy Williams. I'm about to get a motherfucking ringtone of my voice saying "Kangaroo built ass" with them big ass buckaroo fucking ankles. How dare you? Taylor, no, I'm all right, y'all. I'ma really calm down. I can't but Wendy, the motherfucking ankles is big. You need to get some compression socks. You need to do some fucking um ankle sit-ups. Cause them fucking ankles is big, Wendy. Them tree trunk ass ankles. I mean ankles, whatever you call them shits. Those is cankles. Her legs look like the um, calf and ankles one size. You know how your leg gets skinny at the bottom? Her shit is just tubey, like it's a swisher sweet. I don't know. And them titties making her. Them legs her, is built like blunts. You got the nerve to have triple E's on your chest. And a fucking big ass back and broad shoulder. Wendy more manly than me. I seen her at the AIDS walk in you know, 2016. You know, she look like, she look up exclamation point. 2016, I went to the AIDS walk, right? Mm -hmm. With my friends. We went to the AIDS walk for a trip, a school trip. Maybe I was in 12th grade. So we had got credit for going on a school trip. Wendy Williams was there in some white ups. Them was the biggest motherfucking white ups I ever seen. <laughs> Them big ass shack shoes she had on. <laughs> I'm not about to play with her in them big ass ankles. No, them shoes, Wendy got some big feet, y'all. This is when I used to wear a size nine. When I was a size nine, Wendy was a male 14. Now I'm a size 14 and I feel like she a 16. Her feet so big. You remember that episode of Proud Family and La Sienega took her shoes off and she had them big duck feet? That is Wendy feet. 
shaped like a big ass letter P. I cannot. Stop. You, how dare you tell these men not to wear dresses and you wearing a dress and you a man? Yeah, You're a but... man, Damon. You're a man. Wendy is a man. Leave alone. But now I'm done with Wendy. But I feel like it was wrong of her to say that. Like being an adult, I feel like let people live and let live. Let people be themselves. And I feel like the only reason that she apologized is because she knew that the gay community was gonna drag her, and that's a large part of her fan base. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause she's not gonna be able to move. She's not gonna be able to move comes because sis, oh, somebody's gonna. The library is open for reading. And my page. thing is, my thing about Wendy Williams is, I feel like an, another thing. If you mean it, don't apologize. If you yeah. meant what you said, don't Keep apologize. Keep that same energy. Cause people drag you. Cause when I'm famous and I say what I say, yeah. I mean that. And I want all the smoke. Give it all to yeah, me. Yeah, like if I say something about um, for example, white people. If I said something about a white person and I said it and I meant it and they start dragging me, I'm gonna say I meant to say that. I love all the smoke. I love like, it. Smoke on you. Smoke eat a bear. Smoke alicious. Smoke Cresha. I love smoke. Wendell. I love it. But enough of Wendell. We're gonna move on to our next topic. Cause you done dragged she dead. She is dead in the grave. You killed her. We're gonna move on from Mr. Wendell. Kanye West had trucks driving around the south side of Chicago, giving out Yeezys to everyone, including the homeless. And I feel like that was a good thing. That was cute. You know, he saved the sanctified man. That's Pastor Kanye. And I'm happy. Like, I feel like a lot of people always want to drag Kanye for when he acting crazy, but they don't like to shine a light on what he's doing that's positive. I like that. And I feel like, Jay-Z, you need to drive around Brooklyn and give out some paper plane hats. And that's it. That's all. I'm so proud of Kanye. And I feel like shouts out to him and whatever. We're going to move on to his ex, though. Yeah. Amber Rose has gotten a horrible new tattoo on her forehead. She has a tattoo of her two children's name across her big ass, bold ass Caillou head. And it's just, she basically said she got the tattoo because of Kobe's death. And it made her appreciate her children more and say, F it, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. I wrote, I wrote my comment in the shade room and on, on Neighborhood Talk. What you have said? That, I get it. I get it. Face tattoos is the shit right now. But the font size could have went down by like three. My thing is no. She could have got it. Like, you I need like a little small cute one. Yeah. Like, okay, you could have kept it, but the font size could have just, it should have went from 18 to 11. My thing is you already bold like motherfucking Caillou. Now you got tats on your you head. You got slashing back. And your head. That's not like some freaky porno. That's a freaky porno. That's not like a sex position slashing back. No, that sounds like the. That sounds like something you text at 2 o'clock in the morning. Hey, sis, you with a slashing bag? No, that like, sounds like fuck? some freaky white porn with knives. You know, like, we about to slash and bash, baby. Like, that's that some sound like porn. something you up, you want to slash and bash. But my thing is, you look stupid on your forehead in the middle right there. You ready, bold, and it's huge. shiny. I'm telling you, if y'all have not looked at it, look it up right now. That shit is like 18 font. It could have, she could have put it down to 11. Y'all know she bold and her head is big as hell. Why would she get the tattoo? But her man got the same one. But you see, what well, her man, he got the same one, but it's 11, maybe 10 font, and very with that um feather quilt um style. So it's like she has it dark as night and huge. I'm telling you, that shit's bad 18. enough. You look like an elbow. You gonna double get space. some names? She got an 18 font double space on her head. You look like an elbow. You gonna get two names on you? We gonna move on for Amber Rose, Amber Rose really pretty, and them though. drunk decisions. She is very pretty. She looked like a whole different girl when she got a wig on. Yes. She looked like two different women. She um she one of the girls that transform in the night. Like who you wanna be today? I can be Maria. I can be Amber. Or Caillou. She bitch. We gonna <laughs> just she bald. We gotta stay where we gotta stay. 
All right. So a woman has come forward has come forward saying that when she was 15 years old in 1979, Rick James violently raped her and threatened to cut her if she made any noise or move. She also said that he said if she told anyone he knew where to find her because she lived in a group home. Girl, Rick James is been dead, dead, dead. Tierra Marie, I mean, Tierra Marie. Don't bring TT in this. Dead, dead. Tina Marie. You Tina mean. Marie. I knew somebody T Marie. Dead, dead. Big James' fat ass is dead. It was all crack. What are you? You not gaining nothing from this. What are you doing, sis? My thing is, girl, if he's probably 1979, she gotta be no. She gotta be 45 and older. My thing is, you look dumb. Bring this out now, like and why he's you didn't? Dead. You, you can't sue nobody. My thing is, why you ain't Bryn bring this out? Why you ain't Ben say nothing? He she died broke, so you can't sue the estate like Michael Jackson. And you should have. You should have said this when he was on on camera on that sugar bugger saying I'm Rick James, bitch. That's when you should have said something. My my thing is like at the end of the day, ain't got no I do feel horrible for this woman because she was 15 year old in a group home. If it did happen, because we don't know, so I'm gonna say allegedly. Yeah. But my thing is, why not Ben say something? My thing is with a lot of these rape victims, I respect y'all, I love y'all, I'm a fight for y'all, I'm not victim shaming. My thing is, why y'all don't Ben say nothing? Like, God forbid, if something ever happened to me, I know that my mother is really that parent to really come through and shoot it up. Like, I'm gonna tell my mother if something I ever happened to me. Like, I know, like, my I'm father is more of my passive parent but my mother will really run oh, down nah, my father and my mother will shake it up crazy. Shit. my mother and father give it up crazy my mother will really shake shit like my mother's side is the the down the ride people like we really will go outside and we will turn it up. So I don't understand why people wait so long to say stuff that happened to them. 15, 1979, we a whole years later than this. I mean, I get it. Like, it's, tra a new it's trauma, it's fear, it's whatever, because we don't. But, like, since he. Rick James. When, when Rick James died? I don't know. I think he died like 2008, 2009. He been dead. So now, what are you. What you about to write a book? I don't know. She I tell all a blog post? She should have been said something. He ain't got no kids, no wives. What you finna do? Oh, no, he do got a son to look just like him, but them niggas ain't got no money. All right, so we're going to move on to the next little case on our little docket. Lamar Odom's daughter has accused his new fiance Sabrina Parr, of abusing him and controlling him. Sidebar, dude. She look like Nicole Murphy to me, you, with blonde hair. She looked, she looked like this professor that I had um, in Brooklyn College. She looked just like her, like short hair and everything. It's in the eyes, I thought it was the same person, but that shit was funny on the ground because she was calling her ass the fuck out. She was. I do feel like, however, that she is abusing, um, La, not even physically. I feel like she's mentally abusing Lamar. She controls his business. She controls his bookings, um, all his contract signings. They have a show together, which they both are making money from, and she's the executive producer. So I feel like she's definitely controlling him, and I feel like... Um, she needs to get it together. I feel like she, the daughter is speaking out because she care about her father. I don't feel like her the daughter is being a hater, but I feel like men yeah. get abused too. Of course, of course. I've seen it. I've seen niggas get the paws put on them. And I definitely seen people get married and change. I definitely seen like men. Men really do change a lot when they're in a relationship. Women as well. But I see like I could see I have been through experience when a family member mine that was a male has gotten married to somebody and shut off their life, like shut off their kids and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So it can really happen. I do like women, a man if he really loves a woman and he's committed to her, he could cut everything else off. Mm -mm -mm. It's possible. The ghetto. The ghetto child. Jesus be the fence. You can't be you can't tell me I can't talk to my kids. Are you stupid or is you dumb? Are you dumb? You, I don't want to get personal because the I got The Toto can't be that good. 
No, it's men out here that will get married to somebody and cut their kids off. Mm-mm. Or like cut off the connection that they have with their kid, honey. The Toto can't be that good. The Toto probably don't even be that good. You probably just so comfortable and so scared of being single now because you married. No, it's people out here slinging draws for free. My, my, come on, don't be these people. But I feel bad for Lamar, though. I definitely feel bad. Because, you know, she met him at a vulnerable time. He was getting off that stuff. He yeah. just had was. He just came out the coma. He was tired of being dragged by the Kardashians. Yeah. So I feel bad. I definitely feel bad for Lamar, and I feel like she caught him at a vulnerable time and manipulated him. Mm-hmm. Or she thought he was a project, and now she's built into what she needed him to be, and now it's just like, all right, ain't nobody's gonna fuck up my project. What's it called? Um, when you um have an attachment to your Stockholm syndrome, mm-hmm. it's like a, almost they built like a little Stockholm syndrome with each other. Yeah. But we're gonna move on to our next topic. Summer Summer Walker is in hot water after. Someone stole her laptop and she posted, I hope you get fucked with a big HIV infested dick. Both male and female fans of hers was dragging her saying that the comment was insensitive and even some of her male and female fans that has HIV tweeted how this disappointed them and that they were so hurt by her saying this. How do you feel about this, Taylor? I mean, I agree with the with the fans. I'm in the middle because when I'm tired somebody stole my shit, I want you to eat a dick. I want the fucking... 18-wheeler to hit your mother, roll over her, put it in reverse, roll it back over again, spit on you, eight-town stomp, and rub you in the streets as fertilizer. Come back as a tree and have a dog piss on you. No, but my thing is... But, now, I'm a regular Douglas Schmegler person. I can say that shit. You are summer walker, and everybody kind of low-key hates you still, like, for not performing live. You ain't been famous that long to just be saying shit yeah. like that. Yeah. But my thing is, like, when you mad, your first thing to say, I hope you get fucked by an HIV-infested dick, like... I've been mad, and that's the last thing I'm thinking on my mind. It's other ways you could have, um... Yeah, I've been kicked by, suck an egg, get, suck a dick, host somebody hit your stupid ass, host somebody butt-fuck your mother. Like, I say it's shit like that. There's other ways to, like, <laughs> get your anger, of course, without, like, isolating a community of people or, like, making joke of a disease that people have. Like, yeah. I feel that's like... Killing, that killed, that took out a whole... A whole generation of people at one point in time. Yeah, I feel like she was dead-ass yeah. wrong for that with her weird ass, because don't you have motherfucking, um... Social anxiety, you ain't that socially anxiety. You you speaking stupid it's shit. A, we go through this. Uh, it's a difference. Stop we, making excuses for this girl with her social anxiety and she can't take this, she can't handle this. Leave someone walk alone. But yeah, someone walk you need to you need to apologize. You need to like donate a hundred thousand dollars to the HIV campaign or something, sis. Cause you gotta Yeah, you out of pocket and out of pocket. So out of pocket online for that. Cause like you are, like I said, I'm a regular, regular, schmegular person from Brooklyn. I can say that shit. You can't say that shit. Out here looking like a motherfucking scar. Oh, my Summer God. Summer I'm sick of her. I don't like when these girls get all these tattoos. That's very much unladylike. I got a problem. What the fuck is ladylike? What does that mean? Who created this shit? All right. You want me to tell you? Yeah, tell me. Tell I, me, man. Right. Tell me, you no, male, no. what ladylike is. All right, I can tell you what ladylike is. Let me tell the you what. The man is going to tell me what ladylike is. Yeah, let me break it down to you break. to be ladylike. Because yelling and screaming ain't ladylike. Well, I'm not a lady. Dad. I'm a full-blown No, but let me tell else. you. <laughs> I don't like when girls. All right. All right. So I'm going to say what my opinion of ladylike is. You could be a lady. You could have tattoos. But when you look like a truck driver, when you giving oh, me bitch. I work the I drive a truck from Milwaukee to um to um Portland, or when you look like you smoke mad cigarettes, that's unladylike. It's unladylike for you to be tatted on the face and everywhere and all your arms like, come on now. You know that's dragging it, Taylor. That's very unladylike. Why she gotta look like a truck driver? She do look like a truck driver. <laughs> She look like, my name is Marge. Like, that's... <laughs> oh. She like Angela. She like Angela from Love at the Lockout. Tony. 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 That is real. She <laughs> give me unladylike 
um, big man vibes with all them tattoos. That's not cute. Come on now, save her arm at least. But we gonna move on to our our last topic of the day. Jeannie Mai and Amanda Seals got into a big yes. argument on the reel because they discussed how Chicago has reopened the Jussie Smollett case and wants to give him three years in prison. So we're gonna break this down into segmented questions, okay? So segment one. G All right, Jeannie believes that he should go to jail or whatever, right? If he did it, and if he didn't, let him go. Amanda believes that he should get a slap on the wrist whether he did it or not. Mm -hmm. So basically, question one is about Jesse. Do we believe Jesse Smollett should go to jail? No. Ooh, child. No. No. Mm -hmm. Because now, my, now I'm gonna bring you about because um. Uh, Miss Amanda Knox isn't, and that bitch killed her own kid and had people looking for her for six months, and she knew she was in the trash can. You gotta give a church. How many little Beckys and Amandas and Samanthas and Bethanys and Sarahs and Katies be going on the run? Be like, oh my God, he raped me, he kidnapped me, and they was just there was that little Brad house getting dicked down. All right, let me give you my opinion. I feel like Jesse Smollett should go to jail. I'm gonna tell you why. Not the whole three years. That's dragging it. But I feel like he should go to jail from... He is too pretty to no, be in jail. No, I feel like he should go to jail for one year. And you know that's really five months. He's going to have good behavior. But I feel like he should go to jail because he really played with our emotions as a black community. We were so, where the white people at? No, they didn't do this. They didn't try to hang Jamal. I feel like... And he ruined Empire. Because you know after that, they didn't put him on the show. Yeah. So I feel like he should go to jail for five months. And I feel like... The, after the five I months, think it be five months, and then in, he should pick up horseshit for two. I feel five like five months in house probation, like with the with the ankle monitor. Cause his career is already Little over. Little Kim had the ankle monitor and shit, and his, she did fraud. His career is already over. People not gonna work with him. He already lo lost his record deal, like his record distribution deal. I feel like Jesse Smollett should go to jail for five months, come out and pick up a little horse doodle for two weeks. I feel like he deserves that because it should be a punishment for faking a hate crime. And using yeah, all the police resources. But we and can't... then, no, and then he went on all them news shows and played We the Victim. And then he cried everywhere. He was so big on catching these people and putting them in jail. And I am black and I do feel like we should support each other. And we did support him for him to all be lying. If it comes out and they have concrete proof that he lied and made this up, give him a little five months. Three years is dragging it. Like fucking six nine, not even doing three years. Yeah. I feel like give him give him give him a good little yeah, I don't think like I said, he made but also with this whole situation, he did make a valid point because now, even being in New York, I have it in Chicago. And that is a red state, it's middle America, whatever. Give that man three months of No, jail. no, no, let's make a point now. Let's bring it. We're gonna bring it, we're gonna make bring Make a blood clot point. No, we're gonna bring it all together. We're gonna bring it all con todo together. Uh, don't start that Spanish shit. Don't together. Don't start that. He made a point because cis men don't know how to keep their motherfucking hands to themselves. Ain't nobody coming up to regular, regular, regular people like, oh, is you straight? We ain't duffing straight people, are we? And like I said earlier, Becky, Susan, Bethany, Mackenzie, Michaela, out here murking their kids and their husbands, drowning them in pools, throwing them in the woods, having people looking for them and they know goddamn well where they are and where are they? In their homes watching Weed TV as we fucking speak. I feel like George Zimmerman shot somebody and he is in his crib selling guns and the Skittles on eBay. George Zimmerman was an L on us as black people because as black people, we 
should have shot his ass in the street. So come on, he no. he, he walked out of that motherfucker comfortable in a champion sweatsuit. No, but I feel like he was. Dead. And he wasted everybody's goddamn time. Uh, white people aside, just focusing on Jesse Smollett, I feel like he should do time. He should do three months if if they and that's only home. If, three no, months home. He's no, too cute to no, be in jail. He's I too feel cute like, to be in jail. I feel like he should do three months of jail time if they have concrete evidence. They like light-skinned feel- niggas in jail. They, no. His booty hole not going to be the same. It don't matter if he light-skinned. It don't matter about his booty hole. It matters about you sitting there and you using police resources. You making a big thing about it. When you when you was lying, you was going so hard about catching these people and justice. And you want these people arrested and all of this stuff. And you so gay me. Give him three months. Chicago got bigger issues to worry about. Worry about R. Kelly. Yeah, they do have bigger issues, but I feel like this is one of them. They use a lot of money on this. Give that they man use that money on R. Kelly. three months. Give him three months. Give him three months. Boo-hoo. Before you blink, he'll be out of jail. Three months ain't that much time. He'll be back out in 2020. Point blank, period. Now tell Cookie that. All right, y'all. So we're going to smack your ass. We're going to move on to our... One of our last segments, which is called Weirdo of the Week, which we give somebody the Weirdo Award, and which is basically just saying somebody who did something really weird or they just was bugging out this week. And you can go first. A weirdo. Safari. I gotta give a shout out to him. Safari? For that damn parrot, that parasite damn video that he fooled us all minutes thing that fucking Erica Mendez was gonna rap on that shit and it was just him. Oh yes, very much that. Cause I went to click that video and it what was the trash. Ooh, I can't whistle. No, wasn't it? Sh- is the, is the whistling it. So far, we need to stop rapping. That's it. That's yeah, cool. Like you got little nice little puns, but the, it's just just write raps for people. Safari so need to stop rapping. I think he just needs to be a ghostwriter and just take like one, one, two lines and put it in your rap and call it a day, like he been doing. I don't know. Safari so just made me itch. Just even talk about him. But he does look a great dad when she shows him holding the baby and stuff. Safari like, oh, so looks like that corny nigga that you just love because he's just so damn corny. Oh, wait. I forgot to ask one more question. question? All right. Do we feel... All right. I'm going to get my widow of the week, then I'm going to get into my other question. All right. So... I definitely feel like Weirdo of the Week is so many people that I want to give it to. But I'm going to give it to um, Charles Barkley. Is that the basketball player name? Yeah. The one who do the T-Mobile commercials? Yes. I'm going to give it to him because he did an interview about Kobe saying that we should, he don't see nothing wrong with Gayle King dead and how he felt about, we should talk about Kobe's alleged um, rape um, case and we should talk about his whole um, legacy as a totality. And my thing is, no, as somebody who's about, you, we need to look out for each other. The case was acquitted. He was acquitted of all charges. Let that man go. Let that man rest. And I feel like you, as a black man and as a basketball player, you should know better. And he's had his scandals, too. And you had your scandals, too. So don't get on your high horse, Mr. T-Mobile Fade 5. You need to do better. You need to do better. And another weirdo of the week I'm going to give it to is Lonnie Love. Big ass. Her big back ass. Because basically it came out from her manager that, um... She was sending emails to get Tamar fired or whatever. And it came, her manager spoke about how Lonnie was right in the network saying she wants to be the only ghetto black girl. And I definitely feel like Lonnie is a weirdo, but it's really Charles Barkley for the week. Very much so. That's oh, weird. Lonnie, like, you never leave receipts behind when you be a scandalous. Yeah, they oh, all bugging out. Oh no! And then oh, I nerd, have nerd a toaster last week. This week on the real talk, the shut thousand episode two. My friend Tamar Braxton. Tamar is not worried about you. She grease on her scalp. Fuck you. No, scratch that. My weirdo of the week is going to be 
Wendy, Wendell, big ass feet, thick ass ankle Williams, okay? Because there was no need for her to say that comment. How you get from talking about Valentine's Day to gay men? I'm gonna put Wendy as weirdo of the week. It's a triple tie. Because I'm so sick of Wendy and her big ass ankles acting up on that show. Yeah, I can go to Lil Boosie for talking about Zaya. Oh, Little Boosie as well. Worry about all 13 of your kids. But let me get back to Wendy and them thick ass ankles. Them thick ass, big ass ankles. Because my thing is, you get on that show, and when it's time to talk about hot topics, you never get into the hot topics. You always talk about your personal life, your divorce, your or you start your, rambling. Your coke, your coke addiction. I feel like Wendy is still on that shit, y'all. I feel like she's still on that crack. I feel like she needs some compression socks for them big ass ankles. I feel like she need a breast reduction for them big ass titties. She needs some feminization surgery because the motherfucking shoulders is broad, and I feel like she needs to get them shoulders down, and not to mention them big ass buckaroo ankles. Y'all need to go look at them ankles, y'all. I know, what time is it? I know she on channel 95 or 54, because go watch and look at her feet. Wendy's feet is too big. And I think she need to put some, put some sprinkle some black people in your audience. In your, in your, in and your that's, a, that's another thing. She don't have no black people on her team. There's no black creators working for her. Because somebody was black for her told her, sis, shut up. She shut keep, it up. She keep blocking black people blessings. And that's why she ain't never going to make it nowhere in life with them big ass motherfucking ankles. That's why she low-key blocked Charlemagne's too. And you see where he at and where she at. With them thick ass buckaroos. Mm -hmm. And that's why your man over there, you paying for the next man, We're not for play with you in them cankles, Wendy. That's why you're playing, you're peeing, you're peeing big money for the next girl, them baby. Her pitney live off you. And that's why God don't like ugly, and that's why you're going to be paying that woman and for her child for the rest of your big-ass life, Wendy. So you are the widow of the week with them big-ass titties and them thick-ass ankles. Got the nerve to be shaped like a motherfucking Let cigarette. <laughs> no, she's shaped like a fucking Newport box and then going to get them big-ass titties. She said like the letter P. Wendell. She said like the boy from Eddie and Eddie. Wendell. Wendy. Wendy, what you doing, Wendy? William the third. Wendy Williams the third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Gonna tell them sixteenth size shoe. I don't feel like men should wear um dresses. And we feel like you should come up. She with said ankles. gay men shouldn't wear dresses and skirt. I don't feel like you should have on a skirt and then got on motherfucking big ass Nikes on your feet. Stop wearing dresses with sneakers. And then you gonna say a man in a dress? You are a man in a dress. Wendy, Wendy, you are um, you are the man in the dress. Coming at your own con. That is the worst. That's self-hate. When you coming at your own con. Sidebar, since we own Wendy, he dragging her for filth. Did you see she gave the stripper girl that felt the pole of uh, $10,000? She deserved it because that jewel was fucked up and she kept twerking. She had the Bobby Brown jaw. That stripper fell from the heavens. God said, bitch, go to hell. He said, bop, she fell off the pole. Boom. And then go try to twerk. Twerk, twerk that ass. She tried to twerk. I would have got off that stripper thing and I'm going to Brookdale. Give me my money, bitch. I need to pay for my doctor fees. I, I would have went to my, my mama these. Stretch! I cannot deal. I would have fell off the stupid pole. She had the crack jaw. She had the, the, the Bobby Brown jaw. She got it. She said, guys, I broke my teeth and my jaw. I said, she like Bobby Brown in the face. You know, Bobby Brown is like, ooh. And speaking yeah. of jaws, to you famous black women, stop messing with your face. 
Stop messing with your face. I like how Black Channel looks at the She looked like Geodude. You know the rock Pokemon with the arms? Ah. Her hair was real boxy. Like, her lips too. It looked like you, you know you took clay. You them a bleach. Yeah, you bleach up your skin. Them a bleach. bleach. You look like a bro name. Them a bleach. When your foot or your soul and your foot match, you bleach. Yeah, bleach up the skin. Yeah, bleach. I love when you get Caribbean. It just give me the swing your arm vibes. They give you the. The reggae half of the dance. I love when you get corrected. She's skinny. She's so whitening cream, so she, you know, she rubber down cheese. All right, so let me get into my other question since we was talking about, um, do you feel like Amanda Seals is good for the real? Yes. Because she, she be checking these motherfuckers neck, left, and right. I want her to go into marriage and her MAGA have an ass husband, though. No, but I feel like, um, okay. I, I feel like Amanda Seals is a, I love what she stands for. I love that she stands for black rights. But I definitely feel like the real is the wrong show for her. I feel like she needs to go on The View. They need a young black person to fight on The View to fight Megan McCain. Yeah, they had her whoopie like mega force. Yes, I feel like <laughs> she on the wrong show. I feel like she should be, um, she should be on The, um, the View. Or something else, cause the the real is really like a goofy show, and sometimes I catch Amanda not being able to have fun. Yeah, she like not knowing how to have fun. She be rolling her eyes, OD hard, and that shit be taking me out because she. But like, I love that she G checks though. She look like she unhappy to be happy. But she, they try to keep it PC. Amanda says don't give a fuck. Like she don't care. As black people, we gotta learn how to have fun. No, I'm not having fun with you sitting talking and saying stupid shit. No. No, I'm not. Check your dumb ass up right. Check, you stupid. Check, No, you but wrong. people not check, always going to agree, though. And I feel like she gets really mad. Like, I feel like she was, I feel like she kind of was bullying Jeannie. And I catch oh, her. Oh, no, no, no. I we didn't want to hear that shit. I catch her in a lot of moments being shady to Lonnie. She needs to be. And then I catch Shawty her. Shawty needs a sheet, a king-size sheet thrown on her ass. Only, I catch her doing a little, she don't really do a lot of funny stuff to Tamara, but I see her, she, I see her shade Adrian before. And my thing is like, you cannot get mad if people are not agreeing with you. You want to show with five people. Five women. All five of y'all is not going to agree with each other. So I feel like, I definitely like Amanda Seals. I just don't feel like she a good fit for their show. I feel like it wakes up the fuck up. I bet you Jeannie's backtracking now just because you're taking black D don't mean you black. I feel like it's the real, but they show ain't really real and she's a little too real, you know? <laughs> we get, we done got into some things today. Yes, because you fucking cremated Wendy Williams today. Oh, don't get me started on her. I'm trying to let it go, but you bringing the anger in my heart. Because you cremated her, yo. Look them big ass feet. All right, y'all, we're going to move on to our last segment of the day, which is called MVP of the Week. And we just give somebody MVP of the Week for just being a great human being, a positive person, or just doing great in a field. Who do you feel like is the MVP of the Week? Doing win. He gets my MVP of the Week. That's right. He gets it for being a supportive father, for being a supportive father, a supportive husband. Love your kids. Love your kids and love his wife because he checked Terry Crews. Could somebody take his damn phone? He's been just a front runner. For a lot of things that I feel like as a black community, as males, as cis men, should stand for supporting your kids and supporting your wife. And, and, and dear black people, stop trying to beat your kids for everything, okay? If the little boy wants to be a little girl and his parents accept that, let them rock. Y'all out here trying to whoop that boy ass for Ain't not your kid! Go whoop your kid's ass. Stop trying to whoop everybody else's kids. Yeah, shit. Tell, tell your son stop throwing crayons at the teacher. Whoop his ass. How about that? Period. Come on, y'all. We got to do better. We gotta do better as a community. Take little day, they get a haircut and tell him I have to dry up boogers off his damn nose. Ask him where his homework at. Well, my MVP of the week this week is going to no other than Kanye West. I feel like 
we don't acknowledge as, as much of the positive stuff we do as the tomfoolery that he does. We need to support him when he does good. And I feel like him driving around, handing out Yeezys to the homeless is a good thing because, especially in Southside Chicago, because that's like the poor side of Chicago and the dangerous hometown. side. And that's his own hometown. So I like to see celebrities that give back. And as I said before, Jay-Z, come drive around Brooklyn and give us some um, paper plane hats because I don't want to have to buy mine for $60. But... I really support. I really like that Kanye West did it's that not, because stays out of the sunken place. Yeah, he. If it, it, I don't feel like he's out of it, but he's crawling out of the sunken place. Like he's attempting to get out, mm -hmm. and I feel like that was a good thing for him to do for his community because Chicago is a hot mess. Don't hit no teacup <laughs> up in here. Don't try to hypnotize me with that um Dominican bruja stuff. Don't try. To I don't even do no fucking bruja. What's it called? Saint, don't come here with the Santa Maria. Santa Maria. What's the, it's Santa Maria. Yeah, don't come in here with Santa Maria trying to um. Santa Maria. That's a fucking boat from the Christopher Lovers on. Oh well, don't try to come in here and bring that. I'm black. I am Baptist. Don't come in here trying to Santa Maria me with the teacup. Santa Maria is a black thing. So ooh, for your freaking info. Nuh -uh, I am, but I am. I am Southern Baptist. Oh, okay? you do the. Yeah, my church is very ghetto. People falling out, people shaking and baking. They, and they do all them shakes in period. there. Period. Miss Aretha being shady in the second row. That's my church. Oh, this one the fans and give you and give you the mental her purse. And my grandmother come there with a different outfit and a different hat every day. This is real elegant. And, and nobody read the Bible. They didn't know, but they can't read the Bible. No, my grandma read her Bible. When we used to get on punishment, we used to have to read the Bible. <laughs> Why is reading the Bible a punishment? Because that's a big-ass book. <laughs> but it's a punishment to know no Jesus. Yes, my grandma <laughs> used to be like, here you go, read the Bible. I cannot. But yeah, shout-out to Kanye. He's definitely the MVP of the week. And yes, that's it. That's all for today's show, guys. Make sure that you tune into our show each and every week, guys, we do this show. You can tune in on Spotify, Apple Music, SoundCloud, Everywhere you can stalk your ex at, Taylor. Yeah, stalk and find him, because Valentine's Day just finished, and if he wasn't with you, he's with the next bitch. So look. All right, guys. So you guys can follow me on Instagram at underscore Rashamel. That is at underscore. Un wait, oh, Jesus. That is at underscore R-A-S-H-A-M-E-L. Ow! You know I never fuck up at that point. <laughs> And you can find me on Instagram, on Twitter. That's where I'm most ratchet at, so find me there, too. At underscore call me cheeks is C-A-L-L-M-E-A-C-H-E-E-K-Z. That's where you can find me. Don't add me on Facebook. If I don't know you, I will block you. First of all, that call me cheeks sound like a freaky porn star name. Yeah. But yes, y'all, that's it for us today. You guys, make sure you tune in each and every week to the Ratchet Hour. We're going to get into some things. We got a whole show prepared for y'all next week. So look out, support, click them links in the bio. Subscribe, 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 comments. Tell your friends, tell your grandmother, tell your auntie, tell your uncle, tell Miss Arita. Men off play with you. Men off play with you. Okay, this is my Patra voice. Yeah. Men off play with you. Tune in. Subscribe. Tell, tell Ming Ming at the Chinese spot that you at every weekend. Tell Ak at the A-Rab Chicken Crown Chicken spot. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a sister, tell a neighbor. Get your bullheaded ass up off that couch and subscribe. Right. And then lay your ass back down, baldy. That's it, that's all. We out of here, you heard? Okay.